High School Football is on the air. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct, just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings. And good evening. Welcome to the Osborne Sports Complex High School Football tonight on 1230 KHS with Hastings High as the Tigers get set to take on Scott's Bluff here tonight. Spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker and coach... Uh, 1-0 in the season, going on the road last week, pick up a nice win over Garing. Feelings on the game? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely happy about that. Um, you know, obviously, I think in the first game, you always have a lot of mistakes, and, and we certainly did, but uh, things that we can clean up and correct, and so we're excited about the chance to do that again this week. Taking a little step up in competition here, the Scotts Bluff team is going to be a good football team tonight. Uh, they're very good. You know, I think, uh, I think they're rated sixth in the latest poll, and that's definitely uh, a spot where they should be. Uh, but we feel like um, if we if we really play well, we're going to have a chance to be hanging around and be in the ball game. Plenty to work on after uh, week one. Just talk about some of the things. Where was the focus this week? Uh, I think just overall execution on both all three phases. You know, we had some lapses in our kicking game. Um, our defense gave up some yards. We didn't really give up any points. But uh, you know, there was times when uh, we didn't do our assignments. And then offensively, just overall execution. Uh, whether it be the blocking schemes or, or just delivering the ball or catching the ball. So just some things that we can correct. Um, and so you feel good about that as a coach, that you can correct them and, and you can move forward. Fairly successful offensively, 190 yards rushing and 187 yards uh, passing last week against Gehring. Uh, is that the kind of the split you kind of want in a typical game? Yeah, I mean, we like to be real balanced. Um, I, I just believe if, you, if you're throwing the ball all the time, I mean, and then all of a sudden there's drops, there's weather, there's all sorts of things. I, I don't like to rely on, on one certain thing. So we like to be real balanced. And uh, in, a, in order for us to be successful, we've got to be able to run the ball and pass the ball. So I felt real good in our balance there. Uh, we need to continue to do that every week. Dylan Rutt was your leading ball carrier last week. He ran for 80 yards, a couple of scores on the 20 carries. Talk about his performance. Uh, Dylan had a nice game. You know, it was uh, um, he really hit the hole hard and, and, and ran well. But not only him, Michael Collicott running that fullback spot for us. He had some real tough yards. I don't think he had as many, but uh, he certainly uh, did the job when he got in there. And then we've got some capable tailbacks as well. You know, Blaine Dreer had, had a handful of yards as well. So it was kind of a group effort. Um, and so we're excited about that balance. Is that going to be the case for Hastings? It's going to be kind of running back by committee here? Oh, I think so. And I think it's kind of offense by committee. We've got a lot of good receivers, I think, um, all but one receiver maybe caught a ball. You know, a couple of our tight ends didn't. But uh, and we like to spread it around and have a lot of people involved with it. And, and we played a lot of kids on offense. We're doing that so that we can keep them fresh for defense. So that's kind of our built-in uh, platoon, I guess you could say. But uh, uh, we feel like it's a system that'll work, and uh, hopefully it does. Vinny, Vinny Schmidt at quarterback. How was his first outing? I think Vinny had a nice a nice night. You know, I think he, he would be the first to tell you that he probably didn't uh, – uh, hit the reads that he should have a few times, but that's pretty normal, you know. Um, Vinny's got a real live arm. I've said that before. Um, and he did a lot of nice things with his feet. He got himself out of trouble a few times and um, was able to make some plays, get some first downs. So um, we're going to rely on that uh, as we go through the season. Okay, we'll come back and talk about Scott's Bluff as our pregame show continues after this. Get more than you expect. Direct. The Beauty Rest Labor Day Sales event is on now, and Furniture Direct believes that you deserve a good night's sleep. Enjoy the restful comfort of Beauty Rest Queen mattress sets starting at only $4.99. Beauty Sleeps Queen sets starting at $3.89. Why wait? Take advantage of up to 24 month special financing with approved credit or use our convenient layaway. Hurry in for the Labor Day Sales event at Furniture Direct on South Burlington behind Sonic and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 
Back with Hastings High head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Hastings at home here tonight, getting set to take on the Bearcats of Scotts Bluff. Coach, a team that uh, took care of Lexington last week, 41 to nothing. Obviously, they had a, a good offensive show last week. Yeah, they were real strong offensively, and, and not only that, defensively, they were very strong too. So, um, you know, they're definitely a challenge for us, and uh, they've got uh, tremendous speed and, and, uh, and athleticism and, and size, so they kind of have the, the, the trilogy there, I guess you could say. But uh, uh, they're a good football team, well-coached and very disciplined. A team that likes to run the ball, run the ball, and then run the ball again. 468 yards uh, last week against Lex. Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, the, the game plan wasn't too tough to figure out what they wanted to do. So, um, and I think they're going to kind of stick to their guns. And uh, we've got some different fronts in there, you know, walking some guys up and try to make sure it's a little bit tougher and uh, make sure they get three or four rather than 20 and, and 40 at a pop. So if we can do that and then offensively control the ball a little bit and, and – uh, you know, get some points on the board. I think we're going to be hanging around. Defensively, that's going to be the frustrating part because you know a running play is going to come. You just can't stop it. In years past, we've had a tough time with Scott's Bluff. Yeah, you know, they, they, uh, they get a lot of people at point of attack, and that's definitely a difficult task. Um, you know, our kids are going to have to be ready to really play hard and play hard for four quarters because it doesn't take long for one of those guys to break loose. They still run a lot of motion like they have in the past? Or? Not so much. You know, they're, they're really just kind of a – you know, there's kind of a, a wing and double tight, and they're just going to pound right up at, up the alley on you there. And uh, I call it the superpower, but uh, you know they're getting four or five hats at the point of attack, and and we've got to make sure we fly to the ball and and be gap gap sound on defense. Yeah, a Mason kid that ran for 206 yards last week against uh, Lex. Obviously, he's been the focus point on defense today. Yeah, you know, and they they got a couple of them, I and mean, they've got two or three backs that are they're pretty solid. So uh, I wouldn't say they have a whole lot of weaknesses there. Um, I guess if, if they're throwing the ball, then we feel pretty good. We've done some good things on defense. Yeah, they only threw six times last week, uh, last week, completed four of those for 41 yards. But it's an offense. Is that one of those offenses that kind of lulls you to sleep with a, with a run and then try to hit one over the top on you? Yeah, I think when you're, when you're planning for them, I mean, you're pinning your ears back to stop the run, and uh, they try to take advantage of that with their play action. Let's talk about the keys. First of all, defensively, how do we stop an offense like this? Now, you know, we've walked some guys up, and, you know, so our defense hasn't changed, but we, we have changed our fronts a little bit, uh, try to kind of take care of that tight end to set the edge a little bit so we can get our linebackers to the ball and uh, maybe take on some of those blockers. So we, we've kind of moved a couple guys around on both edges. So uh, that should definitely help. Um, and then our DBs, you know, they, they've got to not only be ready for the pass, but they've got to be in run support as well. So definitely a tough task, and uh, hopefully we uh, just play hard for four quarters and compete. What will they do now on defense? How can we attack their defense? Um, you know, they're really running the same defense we run, so they're running at 3-5, so we've been practicing against it quite a while. So, um, you know, we're going to really double-team point of attack and, and make our reads with our, with our inside veer game, and uh, we feel like their secondary is a place we can expose, so we're, we're going to try to hit our quick stuff and uh, move the ball that way. So uh, we got to make sure we make those plays offensively and, and put, the, put some points on the board. All right, good luck tonight. Thank you. Charlie Shoemaker, head coach for the Hastings High Tigers. Stick around starting lineups in the play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Scott's Bluff tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Coach's Pregame Show brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you'd expect when you shop Furniture Direct. Just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings and online at FurnitureDirect.com. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports. 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio. First and 10. Hunt, hunt, hunt. High school.
School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Local business, supporting local youth and local athletics. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to high school football tonight here on 1230 KHS from the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. The Hastings High Tigers getting set to take on the number six team in Class B this week, the Bearcats out of Scotts Bluff. I'm Mike Well. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. And, Jimmy, both of these teams picking up wins on the opening weekend. Scotts Bluff knocking off Lexington 41 to nothing. Hastings High going on the road last night and beating Gearing by the score of 25-14. to Real anxious to see this uh, team from Hastings High, coached by uh, Charlie Shoemaker, the ex-Grand Island Central Catholic Crusader. We had an opportunity to uh, do a couple of games when Charlie had his uh, Crusaders playing the Adams Central Patriots, so we've uh, got uh, a bit familiar with what he likes to do offensively. But, uh, yeah, have, have took his team out to Gary last week in a 25-14 win. A couple of, uh, I guess, uh, uh, lucky touchdowns, so to speak, for Gary. And I see a uh, touchdown return for, uh, on a kickoff and then uh, a touchdown late in the ballgame. So Hastings uh, virtually dominated that ballgame out there. And uh, you look on the side of Scott's Bluff, they win a very uh, easy game against Lexington. Lexington been down for a few years now, but they beat uh, the Minutemen's 14, or 41 to nothing. But uh, this is a team that uh, we have seen the past few years. They made it to the Class B semifinals a year ago. Dang near made it to, uh, to Lincoln to play in the finals. And uh, this is a team that really we see every year that we do the Scott's Bluff Hastings game. Uh, they're nothing flashy. They line the football up. They run double wing set. They'll just uh, run it between the tackles. And they have got some big guys running the football for this uh, Scottsbluff Bearcat, Bearcat team. Max Mason led the way last week with 11 carries and 206 yards. But they got Brad Johnson. He's a big six foot, 200 plus running back back there. But they will just line up and jam the football right down your throat. And for the Tiger defense, if they can't stop them, they're in for a long game. I think you mentioned in the pregame show with Coach that uh, they may lull you to sleep and try to go over the top. But They don't throw the football a lot. They don't need to. They get a lot of yards on the ground. 468 last week for the Bearcat offense. Tell you what, the weather is going to be a factor in this ball game. Temperature here at game time is going to be 93 degrees. Winds out of the south at 13 miles per hour. It's going to be a lot hotter than that on the, on the turf tonight. Well, it really is. And uh, for Hastings High, their offense trying to throw the football around. Again, the wind coming out of the south, kind of across the field, is blowing very stiff. Well, actually blowing hard enough. We lost our banner off the front of the uh, facility here. But, uh, yeah, it is uh, very breezy. But the big thing we see early in the, uh, the season, Mike, is uh, with the hot temperatures to see how well the coaching staff has got their players prepared as far as hydrating. We see cramps, and we see uh, guys wear down a lot quicker. And for Hastings High, you heard Charlie say it, he's got a lot of guys that play offense and defense, and they try to uh, give them as much break as they can. But it's going to be crucial tonight that those players have got themselves hydrated, and they're going to be able, because once they start experiencing cramps and issues like that, it's going to go on through the whole game. So that's definitely going to be a big factor here for both teams tonight. All right, we'll get you the starting lineup. It's brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings will go with Vinny Schmidt at quarterback tonight, 5'9", 160 and a junior. Blaine Dreher at running back, 5'11", 165 and a junior. Other running back will be Dylan Rutt, 5'11", 190 and a senior. Tight end Richard Norris, 6'2", 210 and a senior. Wide receiver Bryant Minky, 5'9", 150 and a senior. Other wide receiver will be Sam Reimer, 5'11", 180 and a senior. 
For the offensive line for Hastings, Austin Craig, six foot four, two twenty-five, and a junior. Zane Gardner, five foot ten, two sixty-five, and a senior. Austin Zexter, five ten, two thirty, and a senior. Trevor Stone, five foot ten, two thirty, and a senior. And Emil Sommerfeld, six foot six, three hundred pounds, and a senior for the Tigers. Hastings on defense across the front. They're going to have Richard Norris, Trevor Stone, Juan Soto, who's a five foot nine, two hundred and sixty pound junior, and then Emil Sommerfeld. Their linebackers tonight for Hastings will be Blaine Dreer, Dylan Rutt, also Michael Collicott, six foot one ninety, and a senior, and also Zane Bender, six foot five, two hundred and ten pound junior. In the defensive secondary for Hastings, Josh Dykus, five foot eight, one hundred fifty pound senior. Sam Reimer and also Damon Haynes at five foot nine, one hundred fifty pounds, and a senior. We'll come back and check their starters for Scott's Bluff right after this. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status. Because they lived it, number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of them. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. Starting lineups for uh, Scott's Bluff tonight. Trayson Holly will be your quarterback, 5'10, 175, and a senior. Max Mason, who ran for 206 yards last week, 5'6", 150-pound junior, will be one of the running backs. The other one will be a Ben Hagum, 6'1", 215, and a senior. And Brad Johnson, 6'2", 205-pound senior, the other running back back there. The tight end will be Kobe Paez, 5'9", 185, and a junior. The other tight end, Landon Walker, 6'7", 240 pounds, and a junior. Across the front, you've got Shane Smith at 6'2", 305 pounds, and a senior. Gennaro Garolo, a 6'1", 270-pound junior. Cooper Buckhammer is a 6'1", 210-pound senior. He's the little guy. Then you've got Isaiah Blanco, 5'11", 205-pound junior. Over at the right tackle, Austin Clarson, 6'6", 280 pounds, and a senior. We'll get to the starting lineups for Scott's Bluff on defense here momentarily. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So Hastings got to get the football first. Tigers will have the win to their face here in the first quarter of play. And again, it's a gusting upwards of 20 to 25 miles per hour here tonight. Sam Reimer dropping back deep for Hastings. So the Tigers dressed in their black uniforms with their orange trim here on the homestanding night. Getting ready to take on Scott's Bluff, the number six ranked team in Class B, dressed in their white and red uniforms here tonight. One good thing about it, though, you look at the uh, shade on the field, basically from the 35 down to the other 35 with this uh, big facility here uh, pointing and uh, blocking that sun. So it's going to be a little bit of a shaded area as we uh, continue into the night hours where it tries to cool down a little bit. Eli Day Los Santos, 
There's four of those guys out there with the Day Santos name here. This is going to be a big night. He's the kicker. Eli Day Los Santos has got the big teed up here at the 40-yard line. And again, Reimer dropping back deep back here at the uh, five-yard line. So we're set to go. The clock is not set to go, however, as we're, uh, we're stuck at a minute and 20 seconds left here until uh, kickoff time. The clock is stuck, so we'll wait just there momentarily right, to get that situated. The other uh, two Hastings teams are also in town. Last week, all three were on the road to begin the season. Tonight, all three are at home in week number two. Hastings St. Cecilia playing the Hershey Panthers over at a beautiful Duncan Field. The Adams Central Patriots, they have the homecoming game tonight against Sydney. Uh, the Patriot Field and Hastings High up against the Scotts Bluff here tonight at the Osborne Sports Complex. So here we're into the football as we'll get things started. It's an end over and kick is going to go to the far side. Bounces at the 10-yard line back inside the 5. And it goes into the end zone and it just gets into the end zone down there. Wow. Hastings had a problem uh, fielding that ball. It finally gets into the end zone so the Tigers get a break and they'll come back out and start this drive from the uh, 20-yard line. That was Colby Pedroza over there on the uh, far side of the field trying to uh, gain control of the football. And, yeah, Hastings High, very fortunate there. That was a live football all the way down. They'll bring it out to the 35-yard line on the far hash. And that's where uh, this offense, new re- newly revamped offense, we've uh, seen that last week with the Adams Central Patriots. We'll see what Charlie Shoemaker has uh, in store here tonight for this Bearcat defense. So evidently it did not go all the way into the end zone. It goes uh, out of bounds before it gets to the uh, goal line down there, right in the corner. So they're going to bring the ball to the 35-yard line, and that's where Hastings High will start. Vinny Schmidt, the quarterback for Hastings High, threw for 1,365 yards a year ago, 15 touchdowns. He'll come up to the line of scrimmage. Of the old, he's the old gunslinger. He likes to throw the ball around, Jimmy. Sometimes uh, some ill-advised throws, but we'll see what he can do here tonight against a very good Scotts Bluff defense. Here's a handoff to Dreher as he breaks off a right tackle and brings the ball up to about the 41-yard line. So a pickup of six yards on the initial carry for Hastings High. They ran the ball extremely well last week, up around 180 yards. They were pretty balanced, 180 yards throwing, 180 yards uh, rushing the football in that ball game last week against Gearing. Yeah, and has got some great speed if they can get him out the outside. It was a good picked up on first down. Here's Vinny, wants to throw, throws it here. Reimer grabs the ball as he cradles it in at the 49-yard line. That's going to be good enough for a first down. So two plays, and Hastings High has gotten a first down as they move the ball out here to the 49-yard line. That one was thrown a little bit low, but going down to his knees to grab it is Sam Reimer. And you mentioned that when we came out here, there's been a Reimer in a Hastings High uniform forever, and they all wear 85. Wow, that's been uh, pretty simple. Ben and uh, Sam the last couple of years, and now Sam's wearing that 85. Here's Vinny Schmidt scrambling. He's hitting down. He goes at the 47-yard line, covered up there by the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. In on the stop is Isaac Day Los Santos. He's a big boy, 220-pounder, a linebacker, five foot ten, and a junior for the Cats. No gain in the play as Vinny was scrambling, wanted to take the ball downfield. So it's second down and 10 yards to go. Line of scrimmage, the 48-and-a-half-yard line of Hastings. Tigers moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play. Vinny throws it near side. Nice catch here on the near sideline, but a short pickup. That's going to be a Reimer again, grabbing the ball right in front of the Tiger bench. They move the ball from the 48 of Hastings. They move the ball into Scott's Bluff territory. They spot the football down to 46-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down and five situation now for the Tigers. Yeah, a little wayward pass there by Schmidt, but again, a great job by Reimer. A good set of hands there by Sam, able to make the reception nearly eight yards on the game. Here's a Vinny, backs up again. Here comes the pressure. Vinny scrambling with the ball, comes to the near sideline, hit, and he's wrestled down out of bounds here 
at about the 48 or 49-yard line. And the stop is going to be Ben Hagum. Hagum is a six foot one, 215-pound senior linebacker. He gets over there and brings uh, Vinny down. So the Tigers drive stalls out here just so they get the ball into Bearcat territory. And Hastings will have to punt now on fourth down and long. Well, this offensive line for Hastings averages 250 pounds across the front, but they got some big boys that they're going against for the uh, Bearcat defense. They're going to have to do a better job keeping Vinny back there so he can try to deliver the football downfield. Vinny is the punter as well for Hastings. He gets into the ball here. It's going to angle to the near side. It bounces at the 18-yard line, and it goes out of bounds. So that around the 17 or 18-yard line. That's where Scott's bluff will start. That was a kick of about uh, 30 yards for Vinny Schmidt, but he got the job done. No return as he knocks the ball inside the 20-yard line. They spot it at the 18. And now here comes this high-octane offense. Not so... Not necessarily a, a ball The ball is going to be in the air a lot tonight. They just rush the ball. They're going to come right at you. Well, they do with the size that uh, Scott Slough has across that front. Again, the smallest guy being at 205 pounds, and they've got a, uh, what, a 300-pounder over there at the left tackle. But, again, they'll line it up and just play smash-mouth football, and they'll, they're a defense. You've got to stop them, and if you can't, it's going to be a long night. Here they're going to hand the ball away. That's going to be uh, Max Mason. He's got room across the 25 to the 30 onto the 32-yard line. That's the character that ran for 206 yards last week. He gets the first carry here, and all he does is go off of the right end and picks up 12 yards. So the Tigers, they're going to be up against a team that likes to rush the football here tonight. They're going to have to stop it, or it's going to be a long, long night here against Scott's Bluff. Well, it really is, and again, this is nothing different than what they face with the Scott's Bluff team year in and year out. Last year was a wild game. That was a 49-34 Scott's Bluff victory out in Scott's Bluff. There's a uh, handoff straight ahead, and busting through there is going to be a Johnson as a Brad Johnson takes the ball out across the 35 to the uh, – Let's say his knee went down at about the 37-yard line. He stumbles forward out across the 40, but they say his knee went down at the 38. So Johnson, Pratt Johnson, who rushed for almost 1,000 yards a year ago, 977 to be exact, with 17 touchdowns, gets the second call here and picks up about seven yards on the play. So 12 yards and seven yards on back-to-back carries here for the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. They're looking at second down and three yards to go from the 38-yard line. Johnson again off a left tackle across the 40. He's at the 45, still on his feet to the 50. Inside Tiger territory down to the 47-yard line. So Brad Johnson carries back-to-back there, picks up the first down and more. And Scott's Bluff has got the ball in Hastings' high territory down at the Tiger 48-yard line. Well, and it's nothing that we didn't know about coming in. Again, running the football, you've got to be able to stop it. Already 32 yards on three carries. And Johnson's a big guy out there, over six foot, over 200 pounds, and he's a load to bring down. They go behind that big left tackle. He opens up a huge hole off that left side. They got the football into Tiger territory. Holly again, he's going to give the ball this time off to Mason. He takes it off a right tackle. He's got a seam, 45-40, down to the 35-yard line of Hastings and brought down there at the 35. So Mason gets the carry there. Boy, they're chewing up the yardage here against the Hastings High Tiger defense. They got the first down and more. Fresh set of downs down here at the Tiger 35-yard line. 9-15 to play in the first quarter. No score between Scott's Bluff and Hastings. This is the opening series for the Bearcats here in this first quarter of play. Scott's Bluff moving from our right to our left. Holly has got the ball. He's going to fake it this time. He wants a little piece of the action. He's going to run it, and he's going to be stacked up. It's a yard or two for uh, Holly, the quarterback. And in the stop there for the Hastings High Tigers, it was big number 79, Emil Sommerfeld, six foot six, 300-pound senior for the Tigers. I notice they've got a, a big, big head over here in the stands. They've got wing-eating champion on that. I, I'm, if they've got him over to Buffalo Wild Wings, I wonder how many wings he ate. He is one big boy. I'll show it to you here. They'll, they'll stick it up. They've got him on them sticks. 
but he's got a wing-eating champion crown on. That's, that's going to be something to be proud of. Here's a handoff again. That's going to be a Brad Johnson slips one tackler, takes the ball inside the 35-yard line down to about the 32. Johnson was almost brought down for a loss there, but he slips a tackler and finally brought down by Dylan Rutt, one of the linebackers for Hastings. That was a pickup of a couple of yards. And now Scott's Bluff looking at a third down situation. Third down, seven yards to go. The ball is at the Hastings side, 32-yard line. Well, and do we see the first pass of the night for Scott's Bluff offense? Everything so far has been on the ground. Six carries and 48 yards on this third down call here. We'll see what they elect to do. They only uh, they threw, won't need to. Yeah, they only threw six times last week against Lexington. And Hastings, I think, jumps offsides. So instead of a third and seven situation, it's going to bring up a third and two. That's a call on Hastings. Offsides on the Hastings side, so they'll move the ball down here to the 27-yard line. I think uh, Emil is going to be the guilty party there. He came right between guard and center and uh, gives the Bearcats a a free five yards, and this is a much more manageable with their offense to pick this first down up. There's a Holly going to hand the ball away to Johnson, and he's going to have the first down and more as he just plows forward right into the teeth of the buzzsaw as he moves the ball down to about the uh, 20-yard line to pick about seven yards on the play for Brad Johnson. Johnson, the 205-pound senior running back for the, the uh, Bearcats. They mark him just shy of the 20. In between the 20 and 21. Scott's Bluff on the far side hash mark. Everything has been on the ground so far here on this drive. Scott's Bluff is uh, calling the signals. Here's a pass into the corner. The end zone is caught. Touchdown. Not a man around. Max Mason was the guy. And that's what happens, Jimmy, when you're playing a team like Scott's Bluff. They lure you to sleep with all those uh, running plays. And all of a sudden, they throw the play-action pass. Somebody forgot about Max Mason, and he was wide open as he dances into the end zone for the touchdown with 7.33 to play here in the first quarter. Yeah, that was way too easy offensively for Scott's Bluff. And again, Mason, the leading ball carrier last week, but he's the speedster, only about 150, 160 pounds, but he got out the outside, nobody around defensively for Hastings High, and he takes it in from 21 yards out, and the PAT pending, a little trouble with the snap. They do get it down, the ball is up, and it is good. So with 7.33 left to go here in the first quarter, the Bearcats of Scott's Bluff are out on top, of the Hastings High Tigers, it is seven to nothing. You're listening to high school football on 12:30 KHAS. Krieger Electric Company has been serving Hastings and the area for more than 50 years. Krieger Electric is your full-service electrical company, commercial, industrial, and residential. Krieger Electric features energy-efficient lighting systems, energy management systems, designing and engineering, and computer wiring specialists. Krieger Electric, 105 South California Hastings, supporting local and area academics and athletics. Call 462-5757 and at KriegerElectric.com. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 KHAS. A plays 65 yards for the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. Opening possession for the visitors here tonight. They stuff it in the end zone. 7 to nothing is the score. Scotts Bluff has got the lead. Here's the kickoff and be fielded by the Tigers at the 20. 
Down the far side to the 25, spins away at the 28, out across the 30, out to the 34-yard line. Colby Pedroza bringing the ball back there for Hastings Eye. So the Tigers will start right around their 35-yard line. Working from their left to their right here in the first quarter of play. They got the ball into Scotts Bluff territory on their initial drive here tonight, but then the, the drive kind of stalls out, and the Tigers had to punt at Scotts Bluff. Eight plays, 65 yards, an impressive first drive, and the sixth-ranked team in the state in Class B has got the lead over Hastings High. It's a 7 nothing ball game. The Tigers cannot push the panic button here. Still early in the ball game in the first quarter. Benny Schmidt comes back out for Hastings, and now Blaine Dreher is late getting out there for Hastings High. Trots in from the near sideline, gets the play from Vinny. Then he gets back in his position here, and he gets the snap. They're going to hand the ball away, crashing forward for a couple of yards to about the 38-yard line. They were very fortunate there. They didn't get some sort of a penalty. Dreher was uh, late getting out there. Running the football there for the Hastings High Tigers was Michael Collicott. Collicott is six foot, 190-pound senior. So a pickup of about three yards in a play, second down and seven yards to go. The Tigers will run a lot of uh, running backs in and out of the lineup here tonight. Vinny is under pressure, and he's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked back here, busting through there for the Bearcats was Chris Kazire. Kazire, five foot, 870-pound junior. He came in from his linebacker spot and nails Vinny Schmidt. And not a man... Touched him, I don't think, as he got in there immediately for the Bearcats. No, no one got a hand on him. Just shot out of a can, and Vinny had nowhere to go. Big loss. It's going to be have a third down at about 13 for Hastings. Vinny swings it out here. It's caught at the 30-yard line and across the 35 out to the uh, 38-yard line. Blaine Dreher in the uh, reception there for Hastings coming out of the backfield as he brings the ball up close to the 38-yard line. But the Tigers go three plays, and now they're going to have to punt the football away here. On fourth down and seven yards to go with 6.13 to play in the first quarter. Well, again, like I talked about on that first drive, Hastings High's offensive line has really got to exert themselves. They've got to do a much better job in this game. Benny Schmidt has not had any time, and they have not been able to get any type of running game going whatsoever tonight. Here's Benny. is going to be a low kick. Bounces to the 40, 35. Bouncing along here across the 30 to the 25. He's going to roll down here at the 23-yard line. That was a kick that time of about 37 yards. He had a 30-yard kick on the first punt. Now Scott's Bluff has got the ball back first down and 10 on their own 23-yard line. So Hastings High football here tonight on 1230 KHAS. We'll have the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show immediately after the ball game here tonight. All the scores from week number two of the high school football season. Adam Central playing hostess Sydney tonight in their homecoming game out at the Patriots field. Hastings St. Cecilia, they're taking on the Hershey Panthers tonight over at Duncan Field. There comes Tristan Holly and the Scotts Bluff Bearcats back out there as he hands the ball away again. That's going to be Johnson. Johnson around the right end across the 25 onto the 29-yard line. A pickup of about seven yards in a play. You mentioned it during the pregame show, Jimmy. Nothing flashy. They just go uh, basically sweep right, sweep left. They'll throw in an occasional uh, play-action pass. And if you can't stop it, it's going to be a long night. And the Tigers gave away a 65-yard drive the first time Scott's Bluff had the ball. Yeah, and a couple of years ago when we did the home game here, they lined up with a, in a double wing and just ran it between the tackles, really concentrating on outside the tackles here tonight, but doing a nice job. Here's a, a handoff. They're going to take it up inside across the 30 to the 
32-yard line and carrying the ball that time for Scott's Bluff was a Trevor Garcia. Garcia, 5'11", 175-pound senior carrying the mail there for Scott's Bluff. He gets it close to the first down stakes, about a yard shy. We'll call it third down and a yard from the Scott's Bluff 32-yard line. Scott's Bluff moving from south to north here. They've got the wind to their back here in the first quarter. Winds gusting to 25 miles per hour here tonight on a hot and steamy night at the Osborne Sports Complex. 93 degrees and not a cloud in the sky. Here's a handoff again. Working the ball inside was Johnson. He crashes forward and he did not get there. Johnson did not get there. Jimmy says he might have got to, to the first down stakes. We'll see if the officials agree here. Yeah, they're going to wave on the stakes. I've seen the far uh, line judge come running out. and got a mark on that as a forward progress. Took him just across the 33-yard line. Nose of the football going to touch the 34. So that's going to be first down number five. Everything on the ground so far in the first down category for the Bearcats. And uh, they've got another drive going together right here. Four minutes and 24 seconds to play here in the first quarter. They set up with a wing set off to the right side. Trayston Holly waiting for the snap. He's got it. Hands the ball away. Sweep around the left end. Across the 35-yard line and then drug down. Max Mason, the ball carrier there, but he runs into the Tiger defense this time. Making the stop for Hastings High was Richard Norris. Norris, the defensive end here on the right side, stays home and brings home Max Mason to the turf here. Picking up only two yards and a play second down and... Eight yards to go. The ball is inched out here to the 36-yard line. Good job there by Norris, uh, just bringing, being able to make a good open field tackle. Mason, the speedster on this uh, squad, keeping him from getting uh, to the outside. Trayson Holly calling the signals here for Scott's Bluff. He's going to throw the football in a play action. The pass across the middle is going to be caught here at the 45-yard line. Breaks outside to the numbers, to the 50, 45 of Hastings, 40 of Hastings, down to the 35 and drug down. Reception is made in there by... Kobe Paez, Paez, a five foot nine, one hundred eighty-five pound junior, grabs the ball, got to the far sideline. Jillian took off, moves the ball well into Hastings High territory, and the Bearcats are on the move again. Nice run after the catch by Paez. That one goes for thirty-three yards deep into Tiger territory, down at the uh, what thirty-two yard line. That is first down number six. That's the first one through the air and off the arm of Halley. But uh, a couple of completions for that young man, and the Bearcats are on the move. Uh, he's thrown uh, two passes so far in this one. He threw six all night last week against uh, Lexington. There's a play right up the gut there as they move it against the uh, Tiger defense. Picks up four or five yards right up the middle and carrying the ball that time for Scott's Bluff. There's going to be Ben Hagram. Hagram, a six foot one, 215-pound senior running out of the backfield. We'll give him five yards in a play. Second down and five yards to go. The ball just shy of the 28-yard line. Late in the first quarter, Scott's Bluff has already got the lead over Hastings High. The score is 7 to nothing. Holly again hands the ball away off a right tackle, a big hole across the 20 to the 15, down to the 10-yard line, moving the ball down there was Brad Johnson. Tigers have no answer, Jimmy, for the uh, rushing attack right now of Scott's Bluff. The Bearcats is chewing up the yardage here against the Hastings ID. That's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the ball just inside the 10-yard line, and it's now first down and goal. Boy, once Johnson gets his shoulder pad squared up, he has a load to bring down. Got some good speed. That is 54 yards on seven carries. Seventh first down, and the Bearcats are in the red zone. Johnson in the backfield. They uh, give the ball off to him again. He goes off a right tackle across the five-yard line. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. Brad Johnson takes it in from 10 yards out, and Scott's Bluff making it look easy. 
over to Hastings High here in the first quarter. A couple of touchdowns, and it's 13 to nothing, Scott's Bluff. Uh, the Bearcats already with 152 yards of total offense, 98 of that on the ground. Johnson with 64 yards as he takes that, uh, the eighth carry of the night off the right side. And again, he's able to bulldoze his way into the end zone of the Bearcats. Find themselves out in front now, 13 to nothing, 223 left to go here in the first quarter. They scored on their first two possessions of the ball game. Here comes the uh, extra point now for Scott's Bluff. This one is up there, and it just gets in there up through the uh, the left upright. So the PAT is good. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Two minutes and 23 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Scott's Bluff 14, Hastings nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Well, an eight-play, 65-yard drive and an eight-play, 77-yard drive for the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. And it's a uh, 14 to nothing ball game. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High here in the first quarter. They're taking, I think, some additional time in between uh, that touchdown. I think uh, it's a water break here. 90-some degrees, 93 degrees here. That's a game time, and the officials keeping an eye on the, the kids out there tonight. Yeah, try to keep some fluids in them. Uh, you look at Hastings High offensively, they've had two good starting spots, a 35-yard line. That's a pretty good area to start uh, a drive out of, but they got across the uh, midfield stripe on the first drive and then squandered that opportunity away, and then uh, the last one, three plays and out for the Tigers, 21 yards through the air, minus two on the ground. Just not able to get anything going. This offensive line is going to try. They, they need to do a better job, Mike. Vinny Schmidt has got a good arm. He just doesn't have any time back there. He's running for his life right now. All right, so Scott's Bluff will kick off again. They got the pig teed up here at the 40-yard line. Tigers will send a couple of guys back deep around the 10-yard line. Here comes the run-up and the boot. They're going to squib this one down along the ground. Picked up here on the near side and then bobbled by Dreer. He picks it up at the 23, moves it back to the center of the field. Brings it to the 25 to the 27-yard line, so the Tigers will start right there. Their worst field position of their three possessions so far here in the first period. Yeah, the spot to put ball down at what, about the 27-yard line. So they've had it at the 35 twice, and now the 27-yard line. We'll see what Charlie Shoemaker can try to draw up here. The Scotts Bluff defense has really been putting a lot of pressure on uh, Vinny Schmidt, and they've uh, really snuffed any type of running offense that they have uh, – Tried to put on the field tonight. Only one run that's been of good positive yards. That was the first one by Dreer of 10 yards. All right, a man comes in motion. They're going to give the ball to him and coming to the near side and then ducked down here after a yard or so gain. Running the ball there for Hastings High was uh, Kobe Pedroza. He lined up as a, uh, a wingman out to the left side. Pedroza came back and got the handoff from the quarterback, Vinny Schmidt. But he has decked down right at the 29-yard line. We'll give him two yards in a play. Second down, eight yards to go. Hastings on the near side hash mark. Vinny hands the ball away, crashing forward out across the 35 to the 36-yard line. They're bringing the ball to the 36-yard line where the Tigers will be looking at a third down situation. So third down here for Hastings High. Dylan Rutt was the last ball carrier as Hastings continues to shuttle the, the running backs in there. 
Here's Vinny Schmidt, a throw to the near side. is going to be caught here and then uh, dropped at the uh, 36. That was a completed pass out to uh, Pedroza. So, again, the Tigers, three plays, and they're going to be looking at a uh, fourth down situation. Fourth down and about two yards to go. You're already down 14 and nothing in the ball game as we approach one minute to play here in the first period. And Hastings High going to roll the dice here and go for it on fourth down in a yard on their own 36-yard line. Vinny's got the ball. He backs up. He's under pressure. Look out. Vinny is hit. Vinny is down. And Scott's bluff stops Hastings on the 30-yard line. Wow. Hastings rolls the dice on a fourth and one, already trailing 14 and nothing, and they get a quarterback sack on Vinny Schmidt. And Scott's bluff will now set up at the Hastings high 30-yard line. They roll the old dice here in this uh, first quarter, and it comes up snake eyes, and now Hastings Eye is in deep trouble. Well, and you can't really fault Charlie Shoemaker trying to get some sort of momentum or train, change the, the pace of the game. You only had a couple of yards to try to pick up, but again, the, the pocket breaks down on Vinny and just nowhere to go. He takes another big loss. That was a loss of six, and now the Bearcats, who lead 14 to nothing, got the ball on the Tiger 30-yard line by far, their best starting position tonight. So Tristan Holly brings out his troops. They have scored each time they have uh, touched the ball here in the first period. And now the officials will blow this one dead as they come up to the line of scrimmage. 14 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. And now the Tigers line up offsides. We got a penalty flag down, and the Tigers line up offsides. So now without running a play, Scott's Bluff has got the ball at the Hastings 25-yard line. So Charlie Shoemaker rolling the dice here in the uh, first quarter of play. And he can't... Uh, he can't come up with it here. A quarterback snack, a quarterback sack. And Scott's Bluff in great field position. Now they've got the ball at the Hastings High 25-yard line. Holly has got his guys set up here. In the backfield, we've got Brad Johnson. Johnson's going to get the call across the 25, still on his feet, stumbling forward to the uh, 22. They're holding on to his shirt tail there, and he finally is brought down here at the uh, 22-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Zane Bender and others for Hastings High. You know, it was Bender who got his hands on his shirt and pulls him down there. He takes the ball down to about the 26-yard line. So it's second down and one. A pickup of four yards on the play. And the Brad Johnson's had a great first quarter here for the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. Yeah, Johnson was 68 carries on nine, or excuse me, 68 yards on nine carries. And you've got a gang tackle, a guy that size. He is powerful and a tough load to bring down. Johnson stays in the backfield, and they're going to give the ball away to him again. He slips outside, and down he goes. Couldn't quite get to the edge there before he's finally brought down by Hastings High. That's Zane Bender in on the stop again for the Tigers. Johnson trying to slide it outside, and he's brought down by Bender. No gain into play, so it's third down and a yard, and that's going to be in the first quarter of play. So one quarter in the books here tonight. Scott's Bluff flexing their muscles here against the Hastings High Tigers, a sixth-ranked team in Class B. Has got the lead over Hastings High after one. It's Scott's Bluff 14, Hastings nothing. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week include a 2013 Chevy Equinox, a 2015 Dodge Challenger, and a 2014 Ford Fusion. Great prices below book value at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. 
So it's a 14 to nothing ball game. Scott's Bluff with a lead over Hastings High after one quarter. Quarter stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard and Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health, beauty products, general merchandise, and much, much more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. Big today is the first quarter numbers for the Scott's Bluff Bearcats. 102 yards on the ground on 16 carries. 54 yards on two of two passing for 156 total, seven first downs in that first quarter. We look at Hastings High, Vinny Schmidt to three of four passing, just 21 yards. They've had eight carries, no yards. I believe Vinny's been sacked three times, maybe, excuse me, one, three sacks tonight for this Bearcat defense and only two first downs. So again, the Tiger offense struggling here against a good Bearcat defense squad here. Your stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. And now Scott's Bluff is on the move again here in the second quarter of play, already leading by a couple of scores at 14 to nothing. Scott's Bluff will have the winner of their face here in the second quarter of play. Won't make too much difference. This is a uh, running ball club. Here's Johnson again. He carries the ball to the 20-yard line. He's going to have the first down. That's where they had to take it to get a new fresh set of downs. So Brad Johnson has had a uh, great first half here for Scott's Bluff. Ball right in the middle between the uh, two side stripes here in the center of the field. I guess be just shy of the 20s, and now it's a fourth down. So they say he stopped in about the 20-and-a-half-yard line, so it's fourth down now, and Scott's Bluff will go for it. Well, with an offense that's uh, been moving the football up and down the field, uh, this is really a no-brainer here. they got a big offensive line, and uh, their coaching staff, they're willing to take the risk here on a fourth down and short. Why not? Here's Trayson Holley. He's calling the signals here from the 21-yard line. On a fourth down, they snap the ball. Johnson has got it off a right tackle across the 20 to the 15 to the 10-yard line to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, but a penalty flag is down. Johnson takes it in from 21 yards off, off a right tackle, but a penalty flag is down at the 12-yard line of Hastings. And I think this is going to go against the Bearcats. It was right in an area where, yeah, the Hastings High Tigers are going to be uh, clapping. Yeah, right in uh, kind of where Johnson tried to cut it to the outside. It's going to be a holding call. The first penalty, so... Lucky break there for the Tigers. That was another touchdown run by Johnson. All for naught. This ball will come back. All right, so the march it off instead of putting six points on the board here. Scott's Bluff will be looking at a fourth down and long situation now. They'll mark off this penalty from the spot of the foul. There's the indication, a holding call in Scott's Bluff. They'll move the ball back out here to the 23-yard line. So that was well downfield. So it's still going to be a fourth down, but it's fourth down and three. From the 23 of Hastings. The holding call occurred downfield, so they march off the 10 yards from the spot of the foul. So Scott's Bluff will still go for it on fourth down and three yards to go. Same set. Trayson Holly in the backfield, the quarterback. He's got the ball. Same play. That's Johnson. Same result. 20, 15, 10. He's at the five-yard line. He takes the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. The exact same play, Jimmy. And Hastings couldn't stop him. And uh, Brad Johnson takes it in. This time from 23 yards out, and it's 20 to nothing, Scott's Bluff. Yeah, that was the exact same set. Uh, Johnson was flanked off to the left side behind Halley, and uh, he tried to give uh, the Tigers a couple of hard counts, got the snap. They go right off right tackle. Same uh, same result, only a few more yards. That was a 23-yard touchdown run. Now Johnson with 92 yards and a couple of touchdowns as the Tigers find themselves trailing by three touchdowns. 10 minutes and 59 seconds to play here in the first half. Here comes the PAT. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes through the uprights by Isaiah Ingram. He hits on the point after touchdown, and the Bearcats have tacked on seven more. 
Ten minutes and 59 seconds to play in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Scott's Bluff 21. Hastings nothing. Is your equipment too big to go into your shed? You don't have to leave your valuable machinery outside all the time. So now's the time to give Square Deal Lumber and Hardware a call. Let Gene or Colby help you design a shed, shop, or garage. Check them out on the web at buysquaredeal.com or call Square Deal Lumber and Hardware at 402-756-5881 to request a free quote. Know the difference. Compare the Astro advantages before you buy any building. Buysquaredeal.com. Check them out today. 1230 K-H-A-S. Eight plays, 65 yards on the first drive. Eight plays, 77 yards on the second drive. And four plays, 30 yards for Scott's Bluff on their third drive. They've touched the ball three times, three scores, 21 zip. Scott's Bluff's got the lead over Hastings. Yeah, and only 20 offensive plays for Scott's Bluff here in this ball game. They're uh, near the uh, 200-yard mark of total offense here in this first half for Hastings High. Only 12 offensive plays, 27 yards. We're making Johnson look like a Heisman Trophy candidate out here tonight. He's running all over top of the Tiger defense. He's nearing 100 yards on the night. 12 carries, 92 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and the Tigers are trailing 21 to nothing. All right, so they tee it up again. Again, it's a hit down along the ground. Hastings will field this one at the 25-yard line, back to the center of the field at the 30, at the 35, onto about the 39-yard line. That's where Hastings High will start. Bringing the ball back there for the Tigers is uh, one of the short men out there. Number 87, who's not on the roster. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's perfect. 10 minutes and 52 seconds to play here in the first half. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field. Now the Tigers, who had just 21 yards of offense in the first quarter, will come back out here trying to get something going. I think it get blown out of here. It's 21 nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Vinny Schmidt has got the ball. Rolls left. He's under pressure. Comes back right. Vinny's still holding it. He runs for his life with the 35 to the 40. He's at the 45, and he has chopped down at the 45-yard line. But you don't like to see Vinny out there uh, running around, but he has a chop down there right about the 45-yard line. That's Evan Hughes who didn't stop there for Scott's Bluff. So Vinny, he runs about 35 yards, but he nets here about seven. And it's a second down and three as he's got the ball out here to the 45-yard line. Well, and again, uh, Vinny just not able to go through his options. The receiver's downfield. There's so much pressure coming. He's running for his life. Here's a handoff straight up the gun across the 50 to the uh, 49-yard line. So they spread the field, and they take it right up the gut down to the 49-yard uh, line of Scott's Bluff. Running the ball there for the Hastings High Tigers. It's going to be Michael Collicott who's back into the ball game now as the running back. So Collicott picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Down here at the 49-yard line of Scott's Bluff. Hastings High moving from our right to our left here in quarter number two, trailing in the ball game by a score of 21 to nothing. And now we got an official's timeout. Now they're going to wind the clocks again. Hastings High has got two wide receivers to the left side. Collicott in the backfield. Vinny wants to throw the ball. Here's pressure. Vinny gets away. Vinny's still with it across the 50. He's at the 45 and backs up. He's brought down at the 44-yard line. Vinny again wanted to take the ball downfield and couldn't find anybody. Hughes in on the stop again for Scott's Bluff. So now Hastings High will be looking at a, a third down situation. It should be second down. All right, second down and about five yards to go. Ball sitting between the 45 and the 44-yard line. Then he's got two wide receivers out again to the left side. One lone setback behind him. 
They hand the ball away to Collicott, and he's going to be drunk down right there. Did not get back to the line of scrimmage. In fact, may have lost a half a yard or so. He is stacked up there by big number 55, Austin Clarkson. Clarkson, six foot six, 280 pounds, and a senior for the Cats. He had a tackle and a uh, fumble recovery in last week's 41 to nothing win over Lexington. Third down and five yards to go. The ball back here at the 44-yard line. Vinny again backs up. Here comes the pressure. Vinny is hit, and down he goes back at the 45-yard line. Up Hastings High. And the blitz, and the stop there is Austin Gonzalez, a six-foot, 185-pound sophomore. That's the fourth sack of the first half by the Scotts Bluff defense, and Hastings lost the punt on fourth down and 16. Well, and everything, uh, you look at the four down linemen that Scotts Bluff has, they're just they're running simple studs. Crossing up there on the, the front line, but it's confusing this offensive line for Hastings High. They're not able to get a hat on a hat, and that's why Vinny's been running for his life, and he's been brought down four times. Another uh, fourth down play here as uh, Vinny will have to kick the football away. High snap. Vinny brings her down, angles it to the far side, and it's going to hit on the sideline down around the uh, 20-yard line, 15, and it goes out of bounds. I don't know if the offensive line is confused or not, Jimmy. I think the uh, defensive line for Scott's Bluff is just that good. They're just overpowering the guy's up front for Hastings High. That was a 36-yard punt. You've got guys in there like Clarkson and Price and uh, Kazire and Brad Johnson, and they're just overpowering. But Hastings High has got up front right now four quarterback sacks for Scott's Bluff here in this first half of play. Well, I really watched them there on that last set, and there was a couple of plays that uh, they just uh, simply would just cross and switch positions, and, and it just looked like it confused them a little bit. But, yeah, the, the bull rush definitely is in favor of this big, Defensive line of Scott's Bluff, they have done the job tonight. Four sacks on Vinny Schmidt. Now this high-powered offense has the football yet again, leading 21 to nothing. All right, Mason is going to be in the backfield here. They're going to hand the ball away on a uh, little reverse to the far side. Not much there this time. Running the football is Trevor Garcia. Trevor Garcia taking the ball to the short side of the field. He is stacked up. Maybe about a half a yard in the play for Garcia before Hastings' defense got to him right there. Good job by the Hastings D in that play. So it's a second down. Juan Soto went in the stop for Hastings in that last play. Soto, five foot nine, two hundred and sixty pounds, and a junior playing defensive tackle. Red coach Charlie Shoemaker. Second down, and we'll still call it ten yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the sixteen yard line. Tristan Holly, he's got the ball as he hands it away to Mason. He breaks outside. Look out, 20, 25, 30 to the thirty-one yard line. Mason goes down, but a penalty flag also goes down back in the backfield of Scotts Bluff. Tackle was made in there by Blaine Dreer of Hastings High. I think Hastings High is probably going to catch a break here again. That looked like a hold right off the uh, the cut. That'll be the uh, initial call there from the uh, head umpire. But, uh, yeah, hold on Scott's bluff to get Mason out around the corner. Would have been a good game, but uh, all for naught. Hastings Saints is leading Hershey over at Duncan Field 28 to nothing. They are still in the second quarter of play. Sydney is out on top of the Adams Central Patriots by the score of 14 to nothing out at the uh, Patriot Field. 21 to nothing here. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings. Big old zeros up on the scoreboard here in the first half. Yeah, that's been tough going here for this Hastings high offense. And again, this Scott's Bluff team is, uh, it's not a surprise that they're as successful as they have been. They've uh, again made the run uh, towards a Class B state championship the last few years, again, getting knocked out in the semifinals. A year ago. Second down, 17 yards to go now after the penalty. Ball is back here at the eight-yard line of Scott's Bluff in their own end. There's a Trayson Holly who fakes the ball, and now he's... Where is it? Here it is out here at the 20-yard line. Good fake carried out there as they finally handle the ball away to uh, Garcia. 
He brings the ball out to the uh, 20 yard line. Well, first of all, you, you got to find the ball in this offense, and then you got to go and tackle him. That was a good fake carried out there by uh, Holly as he gets the ball to Garcia. And Garcia plows forward out here to the uh, 20 yard line. Yeah, and all the backs for Scott's Bluff. Very tough to bring down two hands on the football and uh, just keeping them legs churning. That was a 10 yard gain. And it'll bring up a third down and about six the ball out to the 20 yard line. 6.45 and counting here till half. Here's uh, Holly again. He fakes the ball to Mason. He wants to throw. He throws the ball down the left sideline. Is caught. Look out. 50, 45, 40. Goodbye. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Grabbing the ball there was uh, Trevor Garcia. He just outraces the uh, Hastings High defense. And the Bearcats are on the board again. I believe that was Bryant Minky that bit on that uh, pump fake because uh, the quarterback, Holly, had good protection back there. And just to uh, give a little pump fake, and you could see Minky kind of hold up at about the 45-yard line. The receiver run right underneath of that, 80 yards later. It's pay dirt, and the Bearcats are up 27 to nothing. So Trevor Garcia got behind uh, the Hastings High defense, an 80-yard touchdown pass. Scott's Bluff has had four possessions here in the first half. He has scored four times. Here comes the extra point now by Ingram. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes sailing toward the uprights. It is good. All Scott's Bluff so far here in the first half of play. We've got a break with six minutes and 32 seconds to play until halftime. Scott's Bluff 28, Hastings high, nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. 1230 KHAS. And welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. I thought the Tigers would uh, give Scott's Bluff a little bit more of a fight here in the first half, but so far... This is a man against boys here. Scott's Bluff has got a 28 to nothing lead over the Tigers. Well, it really is, Mike. We knew coming in they were going to run the football right down the Tigers' throat if they could. They've been successful doing that. They're at uh, 100 and, uh, 156 yards on the ground, 132 through the air, so over 260 of total offense in the game. But it's only three passes from the quarterback, Tristan Holley. He just connected on an 80-yard touchdown pass. He's 2 of 2 in the first quarter for 54 yards. Anything they've tried to do, they've been able to do against this Tiger defense. And the Tigers now find themselves trailing 28 to nothing. All right, so uh, Scott Bluff is going to kick off one more time. Here comes the kick. It's going to get back to the uh, deep man this time at the uh, 12-yard line. Brought back to the 20, out to the 25, out to the 30-yard line, and bringing the ball back for Hastings with Josh Dykus. So Dykus brings the ball out to the 30. And Hastings High will start this drive here. So now you really got to scrap a lot of what you had to game plan. You're down by four scores, 28 to nothing, and you've done absolutely nothing offensively. You're probably going to see Benny starting to chuck the ball around a little bit. Well, he's tried to throw the ball around. He's been sacked four times. He's run for his life back there. He's got the guys in white uniforms just running after him. They look like a hungry bunch of uh, Bearcats out there. Benny's thrown the ball four times tonight, completed three but he just hasn't had any time back there to look at uh, look downfield. Vinny is going to come up here, and he's going to hand the ball away. Fighting for some running room is going to be Dylan Rutt as he brings the ball for a couple of yards from the 30 onto about the 33-yard line. We'll give him three yards 
on the play. So Dylan Rutt carrying the mail there. We're approaching the six-minute mark here in the first half with Hastings down 28 to nothing here in this ballgame. Tigers open up the season with a win over Gehring on the road last week. They're taking a step up in competition here tonight. Scott's bluff has looked good. Benny wants to throw. He's got time now. He comes to the near side, throws it. It's going to be caught here, but a short game out to the uh, 36-yard line. Pass completion there will go to uh, Josh Jikas on the play. And on the stop defensively was the guy who got the touchdown pass, Trevor Garcia, for the uh, Scotts Bluff Bearcats. Very short gain, just a gain of one yard on the little pass to uh, Dykus. Hastings high off the uh, the left side there, got away with a hole. They, they were able to keep the uh, big running back on the other side of things. And Brad Johnson, he was trying to get uh, through there and get to Vinny, and they grabbed a hold of him and held him up. The officials didn't see it, but... Uh, all for not here, third and five for the Tigers. Here's the Vinny, wants to throw, and he's sacked again. Just that quickly, busting through there again was Brad Johnson. And a lot of the sacks have occurred, Jimmy, on the third down. They just come out with an all-out blitz, and the Johnson gets there again and sacks Vinny for the fifth time here in the first half of play. And the Tigers will have to punt on fourth down at 11. Well, and again, nothing, you can't set any play up. You, it doesn't matter what you call it. If you can't block up front, and as a... Uh, Tony Harper likes to say you got to get a hat on a hat, and if you're not doing that and your man's beating you, that's what's going to happen. And uh, Vinny's gone down five times. Now Vinny's got to punt the football away again, and uh, Scott Sluff looks to get some pretty good field position again. He stands at his 19 to punt. Vinny gets it away, angles far side, bounces at the 42, across the 40 to the 35, and it's out of bounds down around the 30-yard line. So with four minutes and 27 seconds to play, Scott's Bluff is going to get the ball back, and they've shown that uh, they can take it right down the field. That's still plenty of time. 427 left here in the second quarter. The Tigers down 28 to nothing here in this football game. Well, and it really doesn't matter where at on the field. They've had drives of 65, 77, 20, and 80 yards, and they've done it uh, very easy against this Tiger defense. Uh, definitely Tigers with their uh, backs to the wall here. And a lot of uh, communication going on down there with the secondary. Again, this is a team that comes in, likes to run the football, and just pound it, pound it, pound it. But again, you can't go to sleep in the secondary. And their quarterback in uh, Holly is uh, three of three passing tonight, well over 120 yards. Holly comes back out here. He's got the Johnson in the backfield. Holly hands the ball away to Mason, sweeps the left side, sneaks through there across the 35, keeps his feet moving to the 36-yard line before he's finally brought down. And the stop there for the Hastings High Tigers was uh, Minky as uh, Brian Minky makes the stop there after Johnson picks up about four or five yards in the play. Just kept his feet moving and to pull him down on the turf here at about the 37-yard line. We're approaching four minutes to play here in the second quarter. Hastings High trailing the Bearcats by a score of 28 to nothing here in this uh, second period. Again, with two tight ends, they've run the same formation basically the entire first half. Trayson Holly now with the Johnson in the backfield waiting for the snap. He's got the ball. They give it away again to Johnson. This time he's going to be hitting down. He goes. All may have came, came loose there, but the officials say he was down. Rutt is in on the stop. Dylan Rutt, the tackler there for the Hastings High Tigers. Dylan had a good season last year for Hastings High defensively. He had 34 stops for Hastings High on defense. One of the leading tacklers for Hastings High a year ago. Right a 5'11", 190-pound senior here this year. Now Scott's Bluff are looking at a third down and five situation. The ball is set down at their own 36-yard line. So a third down and five from their own 36. Holly 
In the backfield, he's got the ball. Johnson gets the carry again. Johnson at the 35. Johnson at the 40-yard line. Stretches forward to the 41, and that's about where he had to take the ball for the first down. The officials say, yeah, that's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So Johnson on a third down and five. They make it look easy. He gets the call and takes it off a right tackle and moves the ball to the first down stakes of the 41. Well, and Johnson, uh, again, all good running backs. Just uh, be patient back there. You follow all your blockers, and he had a uh, pulling guard. He got right in behind, had his hand on his back, and kind of was patient. Worked for the hole to open up, and he picks up six yards. Johnson now with 92 yards, or excuse me, 98 yards now in the uh, ballgame. Mason comes in motion. They give the ball off to Mason at the 40-yard line. Comes to the numbers, 45 to the 50. Dances his way in the Tiger territory, and he steps out of bounds here at the 46-yard line. Over here, running him out of bounds for Hastings was uh, Josh Dykes. Mason comes in motion from one of those uh, wide receivers. Spots to the far side of the field. Gets the handoff from Holly. Makes it look easy. Brings the ball into Tiger territory at the 46. Steps out of bounds. 2.37 to play now here in the second quarter. Ninth first down here tonight for the Bearcats. And again, uh, Mason, he's uh, the speedster, not as big as Johnson out there. He's able to slash and dash through some holes, but picks up a nice gain of 12 there into Tiger territory. There's Garcia going in motion. They go the other way. They hand him the ball at the 50-yard line in the 45. Dipsy doodles across the 40 onto the uh, down to the 37-yard line. Makes a little shimmy shake there, Jimmy. That's the first shimmy shake we've seen at the, this ball game at the 40-yard line as he takes the ball down to the 38. Nice little run there by Garcia. Boy, they've got a stable of running backs. Johnson, Mason, now Garcia's into the ball game. They don't quit. No, that was just a good job, good blocking to the uh, outside. And Garcia able to pick up uh, nearly eight yards down to the 38-yard line, 159 and counting here till halftime. The Tigers are trailing 28 to nothing. Hughes will split out wide to the right side, out across the, uh, the hash marks here on this side. Now Mason comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. Here's a Holly getting away, spins to the 40, takes the ball to the 35, breaks outside to the 30, 25, 20, down the sideline, 15. He's at the 10, and he takes the ball, and he's finally run out of bounds down there. But the officials say he stepped out at about the 12, Jimmy, but that was a nice run by Holly. They had a little bit of confusion in the backfield, and Mason kind of ran into Holly, and Holly just kind of spun away from that. And all of a sudden, he found the left side of the, the field open to the far side, and he takes the ball down to the 12-yard line of Hastings High, where he steps out of bounds. And now it's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down with a minute and 40 seconds to play here in the second quarter. That is first down number 10 for Scott's Bluff. And again, on a busted play, when things are going right for you, stuff like that happens. Again, he, uh, Holly turned and uh, looked for somebody to hand the football off. They went different directions. Him and Mason about collided. And then he gets free from a tackle at the line of scrimmage, takes it 26 yards downfield. They've got it a first and 10 at the 12-yard line. There's a handoff to Mason. Mason tries to get outside. This time he is spun down by the Tigers. Dylan Rutt busting through there for the Tigers and brings down to Mason for a loss. He tried to get to the far side of the field. Then he is brought down here back at the 15-yard line. A loss of three yards in a play. That was a nice play by Dylan Rutt, the linebacker for Hastings High. Now we've got a timeout here in the first half of play. Brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 
Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, so it's a second down and 13 down for Scott's Bluff as we come back here to the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Scott's Bluff out on top of Hastings High by the score of 28 to nothing. And the Bearcats are looking for more. So second down and 13 from the Hastings High 15-yard line. Double wing set again. Holly in the backfield. The quarterback calls the signals, hands it away to Johnson. Look out, Johnson 15, down to the 10, stumbles his way down to the 6-yard line. Brad Johnson down to the 6 for Scott's Bluff. Tackle was made in there by Josh Dykes coming up from the uh, free safety position to make this stop there for Hastings High. So they pick up a bunch of yardage there. In fact, 10 yards for Johnson off a right tackle. It's third down and three yards to go down here at the what, six-yard line of Hastings High. And if you're going to try to tackle Johnson out in the open field, you better get a hold of both, uh, both uh, legs because uh, he is a powerful back, able to maintain his balance and pick up uh, yeah, a 10-yard gain and nearly a first down. Here's Mason with a call now. Mason takes the ball on the five-yard line. He is hit at the three, crashes forward to the two. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. Max Mason takes the ball in from six yards out for Scott's Bluff, and Hastings has not stopped the uh, Bearcats in any of their five possessions here in this first half. It's 34 to nothing. For Mason, the leading ball carrier in last week's game, that is his first touchdown tonight. Johnson has two. They've had a couple of touchdowns thrown uh, through the air. And now uh, under a minute left to go here in the first half. It just continues to snowball on the Hastings side defense. They're trailing 34 to nothing. The PAT is pending. 45 seconds to play. Here's the uh, PAT. Ball is down. It goes sailing toward the uprights, and this one is missed. The PAT is uh, missed off to the left side, so it's no good. 45 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Scott's Bluff 34, Hastings high, nothing. Head to Tom Dinsdale Automotive for a trucker SUV that works as hard as you do. Get 0% financing for 60 months with approved credit on a 2014 three-quarter ton Chevy or GMC truck. Or get 0% financing for 60 months with approved credit on a 2014 Chevy Tahoe Suburban or Traverse or GMC Acadia Yukon or Yukon XL. Go to DinsdaleTrucks.com today. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Five possessions, five touchdowns for Scott's Bluff. 34 to nothing, the Bearcats. Boy, they, they came hungry to town today. Somebody forgot to feed these guys. Uh, you always wonder, and they, you always look at it as a fan and uh, even a, a coach. You can, you're concerned a little bit when your team has to travel a long distance, especially with the, the heat. But nowadays, the uh, the buses that these teams travel in aren't like when we uh, we traveled. We had the windows down and the hot air blowing around in there. They've got AC, nice big chartered coaches, and uh, Scott's Bluff came ready to play, and they've got a big lead on the Tigers. Here's the uh, kickoff across the uh, 30-yard line. Hastings will come back the other way, bringing the ball back for Hastings. is that mystery man again, number 87 for Hastings High. He brings the ball to the 40-yard line. So the Tigers will have one more shot here in the second quarter. You talk about the traveling. Scott's Bluff is a team that, that travels a lot. They're used to that. They got to go a long way for some of their ball games playing out to, in western Nebraska. So they're used to this road trip. They they don't care. 
And they've come to uh, flush their muscles here. The sixth-ranked team in Class B leading Hastings high by a score of 34 to nothing. Vinny Schmidt hands it away. There's a blast across the 45 out to about the 49-yard line. Running the ball there for Hastings High. Let's see, that's a Calicott back in there for Hastings High running the football for the Tigers. He picks up about nine yards in the play as he brings it close to the 50-yard line. Second down and one. Here's a Calicott again. He brings it across the 50. He picks up a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he leans forward to the 48-yard line. So Michael Calicott now wearing the ball, uh, ball for Hastings. And now head coach Charlie Shoemaker wants to call a timeout. Timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Coming up on the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show, we'll get you the uh, first half numbers and also a visit from Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper as the Broncos get ready to play their first ball game of the season tomorrow down at Bethel, Kansas in North Newton, Kansas. Here's Vidi again. He wants to throw the football. Can't find anybody. He has run out of bounds on the quarterback scramble to the near side as he brings the ball down around the uh, 36-yard line. Vinny has been sacked five times by the uh, Scotts Bluff defense first in this first half of play. That time he couldn't find anybody downfield and uh, made something out of nothing there as he picks up a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the ball down to the 36-yard line. Is this PA tonight like the loudest PA you have heard in the history of high school sports? Are they running like about 19 levels above where it should be or what? Can you imagine how loud it'd be from our old area where the speaker's right above our window. Uh, it's first down and 10. Here's Vinny. He wants to throw the football again. He's got to scramble out there across the 30. Sidesteps him out at the uh, 28-yard line and finally has run out of bounds. So Vinny Schmidt moving the ball downfield there for Hastings. He has uh, run out of bounds. And he's a little slow in getting up there. The time runs out here in the uh, second period. So Hastings all not have a chance to put any points on the scoreboard. First half of play completely dominated by the sixth-ranked team in Class B. We're at halftime. Scott's Bluff has had the ball five times. They have scored five times. The Bearcats over Hastings High here at halftime. It's Scott's Bluff 34, Hastings nothing. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Get more than you expect. Direct. The Beauty Rest Labor Day Sales event is on now, and Furniture Direct believes that you deserve a good night's sleep. Enjoy the restful comfort of Beauty Rest Queen mattress sets starting at only $4.99. Beauty Sleeps Queen sets starting at $3.89. Why wait? Take advantage of up to 24 months special financing with approved credit or use our convenient layaway. Hurry in for the Labor Day Sales event at Furniture Direct on South Burlington behind Sonic and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Food Cupboard is the smart shopper's first choice. Food Cupboard is open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, across from Good Samaritan Village. Stop in today and find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, cleaning supplies, pet supplies, and general merchandise. At the Food Cupboard, it's the same stuff at half the cost. 
Food Cupboard now accepts EBT, debit and credit cards. Located in the old Honda shop at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. 1230 KHAS. And we're back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. It's a 34 to nothing ball game. Hastings High trailing Scott's Bluff. The Bearcats have had the ball five times. They have scored five times. Drives of 65 yards, 77, 30, 80, and 70. And Scott's Bluff is uh, everything they've been advertised here. 34 to nothing. The Bearcats have the lead at halftime. Halftime stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more than you can expect. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. And we talked about big at the end of the first half. Well, it's big again here at halftime for the visiting Scotts Bluff Bearcats. They find themselves leading 34 to nothing. They have done nothing wrong Virtually in this ball game, they have primarily done everything on the ground. Very little passing, but it's accumulated a lot of yardage, as you're going to find out here in just a, a couple of seconds. Their quarterback, Trayston Holly, he is 3 of 3 passing, but 134 yards in the first half. He has three touchdowns, excuse me, two touchdowns, those coming from 21 and 80 yards out. The rushing attack, it's been impressive as well. 29 carries, 215 yards. On the ground for Scott's Bluff, 349 yards and 10 first downs in that first half. Leading ball carrier in the uh, first half for Scott's Bluff, Brad Johnson, with 14 carries, 107 yards and two touchdowns here this evening. For Hastings High, again, it was tough going for Vinny Schmidt trying to throw the football. He was sacked five times in that first half. Vinny for the first half throwing the ball was four or five passing, just 22 yards. The Tigers rushed at 19 yards for 38 yards, so 60 yards of total offense, just five first downs, three of them coming here late, and uh, two of them on the last drive here for the Tigers. Leading ball carry in the ball game is Vinny Schmidt with 10 carries, just seven yards. Vinny again sacked five times in the first half, but again, offensive plays the Tigers with only 24. Scott's Bluff with 36, so a heavily dominated uh, time of possession by Scott's Bluff. They've been able to do anything they want going up and down the field here, and the Tigers have a lot of wood to chop, and you look at uh, on down the road for the Tigers, it doesn't get any easier from this. They play uh, Sydney next week in Sydney. They are uh, handling the Adams Central Patriots, and then after that they've got a game at Aurora, and you know how Aurora is. They're a, they're a pretty good ball club. Over there, but uh, anyway, your halftime stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. All right, they're scoring in the first half of play. Trayston Holly on their first possession throws a 21-yard touchdown pass to Max Mason. That was at the 7:33 mark of the first quarter. Eight plays, 65 yards in that drive. Following a three and out by Hastings, Scott's Bluff got the ball back again. Eight plays, 77 yards on their second possession. 
They get a 10-yard run from Brad Johnson to make it 14 to nothing. Hastings Highland rolls the dice and goes for it on fourth down and one on their own 37-yard line. Vinny Schmidt was sacked on the play. Scott's Bluff took over at the 30-yard line of Hastings. Four plays later, they were in the end zone in their third possession. A 23-yard run by Brad Johnson on a fourth down and three. The point after touchdown was good. Scott's Bluff led 21 to nothing. Then on their fourth possession, they go three plays and 80 yards. This time, Tristan Holly throws an 80-yard touchdown pass to Trevor Garcia, who got behind the Hastings defense. The point after was good, 28 to nothing in favor of Scott's Bluff. Then Scott's Bluff scores again on a six-yard touchdown from Max Mason on their fifth possession. Point after touchdown was missed, and that's the way we are here at halftime, 34 to nothing in favor of Scott's Bluff. Our halftime show tonight is brought to you by Tice Auto Care of Hastings. Tice Auto Care is your full-service total car care service center. Everything from tune-ups to complete overhauls. With over 40 years in business, you can trust that Mike and the pros at Tice Auto Care can keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Tice Auto Care located at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. We'll take a one-minute timeout. When we come back, we'll hear from Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper as the Broncos get set to open up their season tomorrow down in North Newton, Kansas against the Threshers of Bethel College. So I hear from the coach as we continue on the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show right after this. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. A couple of minutes at halftime with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper. The Broncos begin their season tomorrow in North Newton, Kansas, as they take on the Threshers of Bethel College. And coaches, but a long preseason. It's time to strap them up and get ready to go. Huh? Yeah, we're excited. I don't think I think if if I told the guys you got to walk down there, I think they'd all start walking right now. We're just ready to get this season going. It's it's been a good preseason camp, and I know you guys are anxious to finally play a game. Yeah, we are. You know, fortunately, McPherson um, out of Kansas was able, and we were able to scrimmage them a couple weeks ago, but still it was a scrimmage. You know, you had the officials, but there wasn't a lot of crowd and, and the whole band and everything like that. But uh, we're just ready to go play something that, that counts on our record. Our Hastings College football team for this year is uh, stacking up pretty good. We make some changes on uh, defense and uh, keep our offense has been uh, cranked up here the last two or three years. Might have a shot to uh, cause some noise this year. Well, we, we expect to, and, and that's that's why we coach. We expect to come out here and do some great things, and it starts tomorrow. You know, I like where we're at offensively with the tempo. We just got to make sure we secure that ball. I like where the defense is at and how they're playing together and flying to the football. We got to do it when it's tough, though. It's easy to do it in camp, and it's easy to do it during the week and everything. Now we got to do it on Saturday. It's been uh, no doubt that uh, our defense has not 
been very good the past uh, couple of years, and I know there's been a lot of focus on that side of the ball. Talk about the changes that we have made on the defensive side of the ball for this year. Well, we made that change from the 3-3 stack um, over to the 4-2. We did that to, with four games to go last year, and we felt like it helped us out. I mean, before the, before the change, I think we had maybe four or five turnovers tops. And in those last four games, we had 14 turnovers. So we did some good things. We're the only school in the GPAC that runs the 4-2. Um, so that, that kind of adds a little bit to us and, and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, we just got to keep it simple. We got to fly around. And I know every coach says that. But right now, the biggest thing we worked on in camp is understanding our fits because it's so drastically different than what the stack was that we really needed to break it down for our inside linebackers. We're doing a lot of different things in the back end. But uh, like you say, it's no secret. We ain't. We have not been very good on defense the last two, three. Well, since about 2011. And uh, I, but I think this year you're going to see some different things out of these guys because I think they're hungry and they understand that we're going to get going. Like you said, we we made this change uh, at the end of last year and really finished the season strong. And now this is just kind of the continuation. Tinkered a little bit uh, with that defense, but this is kind of the continuation. It really is, and I tell you what, we were able to tinker it tinker with it because we got coach Mandelco coaching our secondary came in this first year coach Hinchy came back um he's he's an alum of Hastings College he's came back to help us out and coach Allen myself were the two holdovers but you know you got four different ideas four different philosophies and I think it's been good because now we don't just say well this is the only way you can do it we have coaches that have been somewhere else that can look back okay coach that's a good idea but let's look at doing it this way this is the way we did and we felt like it was successful so there's been a lot of back and forth um, obviously, there's been some yelling and some flipping of chairs and throwing of some coffee cups. But, uh, um, no, I think, you know, it's, it, the change is going to be good. I think the, the most important thing, though, the kids on the defensive side of the football have bought into it. That's the biggest key to it. And offensively, we, we've been a, a force in the GPAC offensively, the second-leading uh, scoring team in the GPAC a year ago. Yeah, we have a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, he has some new ideas. I'm telling you, we've got some playmakers on this side of the ball. We really do. Coach Moe is our new offensive coordinator. Um, him and Coach Kamara have been working out a lot with these guys, you know, throughout the time. But when we're finally to this point in the program where, okay, we, our offense has been very, very good the last three, four years. I mean, really has. And uh, it's nice to get to a point where when you graduate uh, seniors like a Matt Overmiller and a Tanner Paxton and Jordan Walman and Trevor Bowen, who were senior starters and play, good football players for us, when you replace those guys with guys that are juniors that have played football their sophomore year or seniors that have played their junior year, you got experience, you got knowledge, you got the craftiness of understanding how to take care of your body and what to do throughout the game. So we expect that thing to keep going and even getting better. So we take on uh, Bethel in the first game of the KCAC GPAC Challenge, a series they put together a couple of years, and this is the, the first year we've got this here. We play Bethel, and uh, lo and behold, we know nothing about this team. Yeah, a nice way to start the season, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. We wouldn't want it any other way, would we? <laughs> That'd be too easy if we did it any, any way different. But, I, you know, and that's, that's the hand that we were dealt, the situation that we got to go into. And you know what? We just got to do our thing. So with that in mind, we like we said, we don't know what they're going to run offensively and defensively. <laughs> and special teams, we have no idea what they're going to do because we have not had a, a film exchange like we normally do. Or we got a new head coach down there. So this is really like a blank page. we got to be ready for everything. We really do. And, you know, you're talking about film exchange. We haven't even had communication. You know, I'm not even sure where we're going. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure we'll find it somehow, some way. But uh, – it, we really do. We talk to the guys about, you know, being prepared 
for anything, but we also as coaches had to balance it. You can't prepare for everything. You cannot do it or you're just going to overload their circuits and they're going to get fried. And uh, so we did a lot of bare bones stuff, base fronts, base coverages for our offense, base uh, run game, base pass game for our defense. And we're just going to have to make constant changes throughout the game. We got to have great communication from the coaches to the coaches and players to the coaches and coaches to the players. And we're going to have to make those necessary adjustments. But at the end of the day, that's kind of the fun part of it. You don't want to just roll the ball out there and do what you do all the single time. You, you, that's, the, that's the fun part of football is you can make a tweak here and there and it may backfire on you. Then you tweak it another way and bam, it makes a good play for you. So that, that's what we're looking forward to. It seems like it's going to be a game of adjustments, both sides of the ball for the entire four quarters. Yeah. And you know, the biggest thing, and you, you touched on it with special teams. You know, you got to be ready for an onside. You got to be ready for a pooch. You got to be ready for a swinging gate. You got to be ready for a quick kick. You got to be ready for this. I mean, it's just one of those things. And, you know, another thing that's kind of forgotten is we got to make sure we utilize our timeouts when necessary. We can't blow our timeouts in the first quarter because we expect to put some points on the board and do some things. So we got to manage the game, manage the clock, I guess, is a better term than anything. You ever start the season this way, not knowing uh, anything about your opponent? I have not, and uh, it's definitely different, I'm going to tell you that. Has any of your coaches been through this before? No, and uh, we won't really talk about what we said as coaches, staff, and everything like that, but that's the hand we're dealt, and uh, we just gotta, we just got to roll with it. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you. North Newton, Kansas is the site will be tomorrow night for Hastings College football. The Broncos open up their season against Bethel College on the air with a pregame show at 5 o'clock, kickoff at 6 on 1230 KHAS. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. 1230 KHAS. You're listening to the Tyson O'Care Halftime Show here tonight at the Osborne Sports Complex. 34 to nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High. Checking some other scores that we have in. Hastings St. Cecilia is out on top of Hershey over at Duncan Field. They're at halftime now 28 to 14. St. Cecilia jumped out to a 28 to nothing lead in that ball game, but Hershey has come back with a couple of touchdowns in the second period, 28 14. St. Cecilia with the lead at uh, halftime. The Adams Central Patriots, they are trailing Sydney by a score of 21-8. They are in the second quarter of play. Sydney had a 21-0 lead in that ball game. Adams Central has just scored. So the Patriots now within a couple of scores, 21-8 is the score. Sydney with a lead over the Adams Central Patriots. Class A this afternoon, Carney knocked off Lincoln Southwest by the score of 26-14. At halftime, Grand Island is leading Lincoln Southeast by the score of 26 to nothing. Got some other scores in. Aurora 
is out on top of Alliance. They're at halftime, 33 to nothing. We'll see the Huskies coming up in a couple of weeks. Well, Cook has got a 17 to 10 lead over Grand Island Northwest. They are at halftime here tonight. Checking some other scores in Class C1. Ogallala leads the fourth-ranked Carney Catholic Stars tonight in the second quarter. It is 22-17. Kozad is shutting out Minden 21 to nothing at halftime. That doesn't bode well for my uh, Hastings Tribune prep picks this week. Broken Bow has got a lead over uh, St. Paul 28-6. Lexington is leading 10th-ranked Holdridge. The score is 16-7. That game is at halftime. Central City all over Ord in the second period. It's 34-3. Mitchell is leading Gothenburg in the second quarter by a score of 7-3. Checking some scores in Class C2. We see that uh, Sandy Creek, they are trailing Humboldt, Table Rock, Steinauer. Score is 12 to nothing. They're in the second quarter of play. Donovan Trumbull has got a lead over Twin River. It is 30-8. They are at halftime tonight. North Platte St. Pat shutting out Wood River 27 to nothing in the second. Cambridge shutting out Ravenna 22 to nothing. They're in the second quarter of play. And it is uh, Sutton out on top of Thurs Central 20 to 6. They are in the quarter number two. And some other scores to pass along to you here at halftime. Bruning Davenport, Shickley, and Blue Hill having a, a good battle tonight in Blue Hill. They're in the second period. Second ranked Bruning Davenport, Shickley with a 14-7 lead over the Bobcats. We see that Elm Creek is trailing Perkins County. It's 24-3. They're in the second period of play. And we'll see anything going on in Class uh, C, uh, D2. Kennesaw is playing at Lawrence Nelson. Nothing in yet on that ball game. But it's uh, Overton leading Medicine Valley by a score of 14-8. A reminder, we'll have all the scores coming up following the ball game tonight on the CPI Mr. Tire Scoreboard Show. As uh, Merrill Lawson will be along with all the scores later on tonight here on 1230 KHAS. So 34 to nothing. Hastings High has got to find something that's going to work out there. Number one, defensively to stop this team. Number two, getting something together uh, offensively. They have not done anything offensively or defensively in this ballgame tonight. Well, they really haven't. When you go into a halftime break, that is your time to make adjustments and uh, try to get uh, maybe some different things to uh, go right for your uh, squad. And uh, Charlie Shoemaker really definitely had his work cut out for him going in at the halftime break. And uh, now Scott's Bluff leading 34 to nothing. They have uh, waltzed all over this Tiger defense so far. They will get the football here to start this second half. Let's just say it was a spirited conversation between uh, Charlie Shoemaker and his coaching staff at halftime as they uh, before they went into the uh, locker room to talk to the kids. They had a lot of disagreement among uh, the heads out there. So the kick goes in and out of the end zone. Scott's Bluff will start this drive first down and 10 on their own 25-yard line. Well, it, uh, it seems like a pretty simple game. You've got a football out there, and they hand it off to a running back. You try to find him, you bring him down. But uh, not to mention, you got them uh, big offensive linemen that are opening up some big holes for Scott's Bluff. And again, their uh, their backs are tough guys to bring down. Uh, after contact, the yardage has been tremendous tonight, especially with uh, the big guy, Brad Johnson. He leads the way with over 100 yards, and Johnson will be flanked right off of his quarterback for the first play here of the second half. They'll start from the 20-yard line after the ball goes into the end zone. They fake the ball to uh, Johnson. Now that's Trayson Holly running the ball across the 25 to the 30. Still has feet to the 35 and brought down just at the 40-yard line. Tell you what, that was a, a touchdown-saving tackle there by the Tigers, or he would have been off of the races. That's Blaine Greer that got the uh, stop there for Hastings, but other than that, Hollywood been off to the races there from the uh, 20-yard line. He picks up 20 the way it is. 
And it's a first down and 10. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. First down number 11 and just adding to rushing totals. Now 235 yards on the ground after that 20-yard gain off uh, left tackle. Just underway here in the third quarter. It's a first and 10 from the 40-yard line. Holly's in the backfield. He's going to give the ball away. That little reverse play to uh, Garcia as he tries to get outside. He's going to be stacked up around the 40-yard line. Trying to take it to the uh, short side of the field. And that time he runs into the uh, Tiger defense. Blaine Greer again is over there defensively for Hastings High. So no gain in the play that time by uh, Garcia. He is stopped at the 40-yard line. Good play there by Hastings High. And uh, the linebacker on that side, Blaine Dreer. Yeah, Dreer's done a good job defensively tonight uh, for the most part. And uh, Dylan Rudd has also uh, had some nice tackles in there for the Tiger defense. Second down and 10 yards to go. Scott's bluff with the ball on their own 40-yard line, moving north to south. Left to right here in this uh, third quarter of play. There's a handoff again to Garcia, taking the ball on the short side of the field and bringing the ball up to the 44-yard line. That's a pickup of four yards in the play. And again, Blaine Dreer is in on the stop for the Hastings High Tiger defense. So Scott's Bluff has had the ball five times. They have scored all five times. They have scored touchdowns on all five of their possessions. This is their uh, sixth one right here, the opening possession of the second half. Third down and about five yards to go. The ball is pushed out here to the Scotts Bluff 45-yard line. Double tights with a couple of running backs in the backfield. As uh, Tristan Holly calls the signals, we got some people jumping up front. Now the whistles sound. And uh, somebody has drawn off sides here as the officials will confer at the 45-yard line. This offense for Scotts Bluff is an offense that you probably don't, probably don't see the rest of the year, Jimmy. I, I can't think of any team that runs a a similar offense that uh, what Scott's Bluff does here. So the Tigers have a tough time getting used to this thing. It's going to be a five-yard penalty marched off against uh, Hastings. So that'll give Scott's Bluff another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. It's just so hard to simulate when you're trying to prepare for this team. You can't do it with your guys. And now when you get up to live speed, you're, you're having a tough time getting it handled here. Here's uh, Holly again, hands the ball away. Carrying the football there was uh, Max Mason as he brings the ball to the 48-yard line, a pickup of two yards in the play. Tackle is made in there by Emer, uh, Emo Sommerfeld, a defensive lineman there for the Hastings High Tigers, a big boy at six foot six and 300 pounds and a senior. 9.50 left here in the third quarter. Just joining us has been all Scott's bluff since the uh, opening kick, 34-0. Bearcats have got the lead. Now they're looking at a second down and nine situation. The ball right there in the center of the, the field in that big red H out there at the 49-yard line of... Uh, Hastings high. There's uh, Holly again running the ball after he fakes it. He's going to bring it across to 45. Takes it down to about the 42-yard line. And he is brought down like a big old scrum out there. Tigers had four or five guys to, on the tackle there. Holly didn't want to go down. He finally goes down on the turf here at about the 42. Wisconsin Bluff will be looking at a third down situation. Third down and about a yard and a half to go. For the Cats. Well, and the one thing I have seen Scott's Bluff tonight, they do tremendous blocking downfield. That was the big tight end out there in front of his quarterback trying to uh, help him down the football field. And again, when you get that much momentum, again, they run tough. They get a couple hands on the football. It makes it tough to bring them down. And that was a gain of eight. It's going to bring up third down and one, the ball at the 41-yard line. Here's Holly again, hands the ball away. That's going to be Mason. He's got the first down and more across the 40. Still on his feet to the 35, finding forward to the 30, down to the Tiger 28-yard line. Mason takes the ball down to the 28. Tackle is made in there by Josh Dykes coming up from his defensive secondary spot to make the stop, but not before Mason picks up another first down at the 29. I don't know if we brought it up, but the, the splits on the, the offensive line and in the backfield, just everything is just real tight. 
It's just uh, tighter than the drone back there. The, they run two tight ends. Look how close they're up to the line of scrimmage that they're the offensive line. Not much, not much area between those guys. No, feet are touching, actually. There's a Holly again. He's going to hand the ball away. And it goes uh, straight ahead across the 25 to about the 23-yard line. That was a direct snap there. Yeah. Carrying the ball was a Ben Hagum. Yeah, direct snap to uh, one of the running backs. Hagum, that's a play we haven't seen so far tonight. Holly went up like it was going to go over his head, but a direct snap right to uh, Hagum, who takes the ball down to the uh, 25-yard line. And again, you mentioned the splits down there, but watch the, the whole offensive formation, how close of a group they are together. Look at that, how they're, they're all packed together. Yeah, the running backs are only about uh, a yard away from the uh, quarterback. Then they got a couple of guys flanked to uh, each side, but off, off of the hip of those uh, tackles in there. There's another handoff. That's going to be Garcia with the ball across the 20 down to about the 19-yard line. So it doesn't make any difference who's running the ball, Jimmy. Garcia or Johnson or Mason, they're all chewing up the yardage here against the uh, Hastings Eye defense. Seven minutes and 37 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's 34 to nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead, and the Cats are looking for more. Well, and this drive uh, started down at the 20-yard line. They've got it at a first and 10 down at the 19. Everything has been on the ground. Again, they don't throw the football around a whole lot, but if you fall asleep, they're going to bury you. And the uh, quarterback, Holly, has thrown two touchdowns tonight on just three pass attempts this whole evening. Holly has got the ball again. He fakes it. He's going to run it, takes it inside. He battles for yardage to the 16 to the 15-yard line as he leans forward there. So Holly taking the ball after he fakes the handoff. Holly wants a little piece of the action himself. Holly brought down on the play. Tackle is made in there by Hastings Eyes' Michael Collicott, one of the linebackers for the Tigers. A pickup of about four yards in the play. We'll call it second down. And six yards to go, Scott's Bluff has had the ball the entire quarter. I was going to say one thing about a game like this. Whenever we do Scott's Bluff, they pretty much keep it on the ground and keep that clock moving, and it don't uh, it don't take long, and we're at the uh, end of the quarter. We're down to 640 to play here in the third quarter, and Hastings I hasn't touched the ball yet. Second down and five yards to go. Scott's Bluff with the ball at the Hastings I 15-yard line. Holly hands the ball away. That's going to be uh, Mason with the ball. Cuts back to the 10, to the five-yard line, and he's finally wrestled down down here. At about the four-yard line. So Mason carrying the ball toward the hole there and toward the goal line as he's got it inside the five-yard line, and Scott's Bluff is on the move again. Tackle is made in there by Trevor Stone for Hastings High, a five foot ten, 230-pound senior. That's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They're in the uh, Tiger red zone now. It's going to be first down and goal from the Hastings High three-yard line. And now what do we have? I think we got a uh, timeout, an official's timeout maybe. Now they're going to wind the clock, so we'll stay right here. Clock is running at the 6.20 mark on this third quarter. A long, time-consuming drive. It started at their own 20-yard line. Scott's Bluff has got the ball at the Hastings High two-and-a-half-yard line as they come up to the line of scrimmage again. There's uh, Holly, and that's another direct snap as they try to take the ball up inside again. That's going to be good for a yard, maybe. Carrying the ball there was uh, Hagum again. They used that play... A few uh, plays ago, Hagum takes the ball down to about the uh, one-and-a-half-yard line. So it's a second down and goal. Down here at the Hastings High, one-and-a-half-yard line with 5.40 to play in the third quarter. Tell you what, the quarterback, Holly, does a very good job carrying out the play fake when they do that direct snap. You talk about a close-knit offense, look at them packed together here on this goal line play. 
That's another direct snap right to Hagem, and he takes it in the end zone for the touchdown. So they use the same play back-to-back there. Hagem takes it in from one and a half yards out, and it's now 40 to nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. 12 plays, 80 yards, everything on the ground. They took up a ton of time here in this third quarter, and the Scott's Bluff Bearcats easily in command of this ball game. It's now 40 to nothing, but again, uh, they just line up and run it right at you. you got to be able to stop it, and... Uh, Boy, they do it so well year in and year out. So they took nearly seven minutes off of the clock here. Six and a half minute drive. Here comes the extra point. It's up there. It is good. And Scott's Bluff has got to lead. Five minutes and 22 seconds to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Scott's Bluff 41, Hastings nothing. See Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for all your new and used vehicle needs. Stop in and test drive one of the new amazing vehicles we have in stock. Take advantage of the tremendous deals we have to offer, from the most awarded Jeeps to the great fuel mileage of the all-new EcoDiesel. Check us out online at GreatPlainsChryslerDodge.com, where the service is great and the deals are even better. Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. So a six-minute and 38-second drive, 12 plays, 80 yards, result touchdown for the sixth time in sixth possession is 41 to nothing. I want to run down the uh, the drives here. It's been incredible tonight. Eight plays, 65. Eight plays, 77. Four plays, 20 after Hastings High got stuffed on a fourth down call. Three plays, 80. 11 plays, 70. 12 plays, and 80 yards. Maybe that's why the coaching staff to the left of us are over there eating ice cream cones and just cool as cucumbers. They're not worried a bit. They're uh, they got a good ball team again, and uh, what the fifth or sixth ranked team in Class B, they uh, they look pretty good again. That's the team that made it all the way to the semifinals in Class B a year ago, and boy, they got the horses to do again. Forty-one to nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over. Hastings High, here comes the run up on the boot. There's going to be a shanked along the ground, mishandled, now picked up here at the 30-yard line. Brings it back to the 35, and guess who's bringing the ball back again? Number 87. Three straight times. That's, That's the guy a, who's not, not on our, our roster. Not on our roster. Yeah. Well, again, Hastings High is going to get some pretty good starting position. That's one thing that they have not been hindered by is the uh, field position they've been starting. I know uh, the first two drives they started out on the 35-yard line. And here they're going to get the football at the 35-yard line, but they find themselves trailing 41 to nothing, 448 and counting here in quarter number three. Hastings had just 60 yards of total offense in the first half of play. Vinny wants to throw, look out. He unloads. The ball is going to be intercepted. Vinny got nailed back here at the uh, 25-yard line, and he throws the pick, and Scott's Bluff has got the ball back here at the Hastings high 46-yard line. Well, Vinny had a lot, a lot of pressure coming from the backside. I believe that was Austin Gonzalez, number 23. Yeah, it was coming, hit Vinny in the back. And again, uh, Vinny throws the ball around, tries to throw it a lot, and uh, sometimes throws it into some uncomfortable situations. And that one there, the uh, defensive back just jumped the route, got in front of the Tiger receiver. And now Scott's Buff will have the football in Tiger territory. It'll be at the 45-yard line, and we're going to have a timeout, Scott's Buff. Benny not happy as he comes to the sideline here, but uh, I was just uh, happy that he got up. He was drilled back there by the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. Four minutes and eight seconds to play in the third quarter. We've got a Hess Auto Body Shop timeout. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. 
You'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll be back with more after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. 1230 KHAS. Welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. Scott's bluff with the ball following a Vinny Schmidt interception. They've got it at the Hastings High 45-yard line. Now we're seeing some uh, new folks into the ball game here. Here's uh, Braden Lofik carrying the ball in that little reverse play, and Lofik is going to be stacked up on the play. So Braden Lofik, who is a 5'10", 150-pound junior, down in the ball game there for the Cats. No gain in the play as they stop him at the 45 and his second down and 10 yards to go. Well, in situations like this, a good head coach will get your good players out of there and uh, start getting the youngsters some minutes into ball games in case they uh, need to be the next man up. So going to be uh, working the roster out here quite a bit. Here's Elijah Blanco with the ball now as a Blanco angles off to the uh, right side and he takes it up to the 43-yard line. So a pickup of two yards. On the play there for Elijah Blanco. Coming up uh, from the bottom of the sack again is Blaine Dreher for the Hastings High Tiger defense. He's had a whale of a game uh, defensively. Scoreboard doesn't say so, but Blaine's been all over the place for the Tigers. Third down and eight yards to go. Three minutes and eight seconds to play here in the third period. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High. They led it at halftime 34 to nothing. Scott's Bluff has scored in their only possession so far here in the third quarter. There's a new quarterback in there as well. Evan Hughes carries the ball, and Hughes is going to be stacked up as he tries to bring it to the outside. And now it's going to bring up a fourth down situation, and this might be the first punt of the ball game, and it is for Scott's Bluff. They finally have to punt after six straight possessions to start the ball game. And you're looking at a bunch of second and third teamers, a lot of uh, juniors, sophomores. I'm not sure what they have for... Freshmen uh, don't have anything listed here, so a bunch of underclassmen, but again, uh, the Tiger defense holds, and Scott's Buff will be forced to kick the ball away. Dreher is dropping back deep. Also, Dykus, they're inside their own 10-yard line, and Scott's Bluff will kick this one away with two minutes and 16 seconds to play here in the third quarter, waiting for the snap. They've got it. Here's the boot. They'll take it downfield. It bounces at the 12, picked up at the 5-yard line. Back to the 15, to the 20, out to the 22-yard line. So Hastings High will start from the uh, 22. That's Blaine Dreher bringing the ball back for the Tigers. About a 35-yard kick, a 13-yard return for Dreher. And now Hastings High will come out. Vinny's going to come back out after throwing a pick on the last possession. Well, we'll see how uh, Vinny's emotions are. We've seen him come to the sidelines, and he was uh, not happy, very frustrated when uh, you've been hit that many times. Five sacks tonight on Vinny Smith, and uh, there's been several times that he's uh, – Unloaded the ball and uh, been blasted. And the last play, he got hit pretty hard in the back. So Colin Cott's going to be in the backfield now for Hastings High. And now the Tigers want to call a timeout. So they come up to the line of scrimmage and they call a timeout. Brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hastings went out to Scott's Bluff last year and gave the Bearcats everything they wanted. In fact, they led 35-34 halftime with the Tigers dropping that ball game a year ago, 49-34, but they have not had the uh, same success here in this one. 41 to nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Benny Schmidt's got the ball. Option play. Pitch back comes to Dreher. Down he goes. Back here at the 18-yard line. So Dreher trying to run the option play. Tackle is made in there by Scott's Bluff. Scott's Bluff's Kobe Paez. Paez, a 5-foot, 985-pound junior. A loss in the play of about three yards on the option play to Dreher. Our, uh, I don't know that I've seen a opposing squad leave quite that early. It's air-conditioned up here, fellas, but uh, the Scott's Bluff <laughs> coaching staff, they're heading to the far sidelines. They're done. Packed up their stuff, and they're heading down the sidelines. There's a pass downfield, and it's going to be incomplete. Threw it in the center of the field. Nice play back there by uh, Scott's Bluff trying to take the ball downfield there to Dreer. Swatted away by Noah Bruner. And now he got a penalty flag. It looks like he's going to go on Hastings High. Boy, when it rains, it pours. Vinny had time that time to uh, take the ball downfield. Jump ball out there at about the 50-yard line. Nice play by Bruner. But again, uh, a penalty flag down. It looks like it's going to go on Hastings High. Fourth article of uh, clothing thrown on the Tigers here uh, this evening. Holding call against the Tigers. That is only the third offensive play in this third quarter for Hastings High. They have had a pick, the pass incompletion, and then the option play they run to the right side there to Dreer. With 45.5 seconds left to go here, that is incredible. All right, so Hastings backed up here to the uh, 20-yard line. And bring up a third down and 13. Benny wants to throw again. Sprints out left. Here he comes. He gets away from some would-be tacklers. He's running for his life again, and he's tripped up at the 20-yard line. Benny is tripped up at the uh, 20-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Scott's Bluffs. Isaac D. Los Santos. He's one of four D. Los Santos players that have that same name. D. Los Santos. Yep. Doing good. You're doing good. Four of them on the roster, and I'm not sure Vinny got tripped up or he tried to make a little shake-and-bake move to get to the outside to pick up additional yards and just simply tripped on the uh, the turf, picked up uh, nearly one yard, but Vinny will punt the football away right here at the end of the third quarter. There's a high kick. It's going to come down at the 42-yard line, dancing their way back to the 45 to the 50 inside territory, 45-40 down the sideline, 35, and down he goes at about the 32-yard line. That's the uh, Ingram bringing the ball back there for uh, Scott's Bluff. So the Bearcats will have it, a 43-yard kick by Vinny and a 26-yard return. And that's going to be the final play of the third quarter. So all Scott's Bluff here tonight. Home opener for Hastings High here for the 2015 season. The Tigers are trailing after three. Scott's Bluff 41, Hastings High nothing. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? 
Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. 1230 KHAS. 41 to nothing. Scott's Bluff with a lead over the Hastings Iron Tigers as we get ready for quarter number four. Stats are brought to you again tonight by the Food Cupboard and Hastings finds huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. For the Bearcats there in that third quarter, it was pretty simple. Just 15 rushing plays and 75 yards on four first downs. For the Tigers, only three offensive plays. Excuse me, four offensive plays. 0-2 passing for Benny Schmidt. Two carries, minus two yards. No first downs and an interception in that uh, third quarter of action. It was all owned by Scott's Bluff as they took that one drive and took a lot of time off the board. 424 of total offense for Scott's Bluff. Your stats brought to you by the food cupboard in Hastings. So it's first down and 10 from the Hastings I 31 yard line. Scott's Bluff starting this uh, fourth quarter of play with a running play off a right tackle again. Carrying the ball there was Elijah Blanco. So they got their second and third teamers in there now. Comfortably ahead, 41 to nothing. Scott's Bluff out on top. And Hastings will play at Sydney next week. Sydney out playing at Adams Central tonight and leading the Patriots. Meanwhile, Scott's Bluff, they have a, uh, a road trip again next week. They'll play McCook next week. Put on some miles in the old bus. That'll be a pretty good ball game out there with the Bison. Second down here for uh, Scott's Bluff. There's a uh, running play again. It's going to be blown up in the backfield. That's a Tito Garcia running the ball there, a five foot seven, one hundred fifty pound junior. Tackle was made in there by Blaine Dreer, still in there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. Tito he loses a couple of yards in a play. Now it's third down, third down and twelve yards to go. Scott's Bluff has now got the ball at the Hastings High thirty-two yard line. The Bearcats moving from our right to our left here in the fourth quarter, south to north here at the Osborne Sports Complex, where it was hot and steamy. At the beginning of the night, 93 degrees at game time here tonight. Cooled down a little bit. Been a, really an enjoyable night for some high school football in week number two of the uh, 2015 season. There's a, a fake to Blanco, and carrying the ball is the quarterback here, Hughes, as he carries the ball down to the uh, 25-yard line. A pickup of about seven yards on the play. So it's going to bring up a fourth down situation now. Fourth down and still about three yards to go. That's a Noah Bruner, the quarterback. Noah Bruner, the quarterback, in there now for uh, Scott's Bluff. So they're shuttling players right and left here. I'm glad you brought the pencil sharpener tonight. You might need it here by the end of this one. I'll tell you what, I've got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of shavings in the bottom of this one after this ball game here tonight. Fourth down and about five yards to go for the Tiger 26-yard line. Here's uh, Bruner. He's going to run the ball, the quarterback, but a penalty flag comes in as Bruner is going to be tackled in the play. Yeah, right about the uh, 27-yard line. We'll check out the uh, the penalty flag. Tackle was made in there by Hastings High. That's Aaron Harris into the ball game now. He's six foot three, hundred eighty-five pound junior for the Tigers. As head coach Charlie Shoemaker getting his second and third teamers into the ball game now here in the fourth quarter. We'll check out the flag. They did not have enough for the first down, and the indication is a hold on Scott's Bluff. The number one offense for Scott's Bluff, they had the ball six times, and they scored six times in the uh, 
Second and third teamers got in there on possession number seven, and they haven't scored since. Well, and they about doubled up the uh, Hastings high offense on plays. 47 offensive plays through three quarters, 28 for Hastings high. But again, the, the amount of time that they take off the clock with this offense just grounding or just a ground and pound for the Bearcats. They've been very oppressive here tonight. Now uh, Scott Swath a little confused. They're going to call a timeout. All right, so stay right here. This timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Hess Auto Body will get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. Take a quick chance here to see what's going on in high school football tonight. In the third quarter, Sydney is out on top of Adams Central in their homecoming ball game. 27-8 is the score. Sydney has got the lead there over at Duncan Field tonight. At last reported at halftime, AC St. Cecilia was leading Hershey by the score of 28-14. to 14. Donovan Trumbull has got the lead in their ball game. They're in the third quarter now. They lead Twin River by the score of 36-8. to 8. 41 to nothing here. Scott's Bluff with a lead over Hastings. 9.53 to play. Here in the fourth quarter, the Tigers will have the ball back. Vinny Schmidt wants to run, and he's going to be dropped. Uh, that wasn't an option play because there was nobody trailing the, uh, the play there for Vinny, and he just looks like a quarterback keeper, and he was snowed under as he brought it around the right end. Ran right into about three Bearcats, and they just threw him to the turf. Vinny, not a big guy anyway. So a loss of four yards in a play. Second down and 14 yards to go. Vinny wants to throw again. He throws it to the far side. That's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass trying to take it out to the, uh, the far side there. The intended receiver for Hastings High over there was going to be Aaron Harris. Ball's incomplete. Vinny not a, a great night throwing the football tonight either. Now he's just connected on 50% of his passes. Four of eight passing. Just 22 yards and an interception here tonight. He's been sacked five times here in the ball game. Vinny wants to throw again, stands in the pocket, dances away, comes to the near side, holds it, cocks the arm, throws it, caught here at the 33-yard line, brings it to the uh, 34. Reception is made in there by D'Angelo Nicolarsson. Nicolarsson, five foot eight, 160-pound junior now in the ball game. A completed pass. He's going to be short of the, the first down stakes, however. Brings it down to about the 34. They got to take it to the 37 for the first down. Hastings High went for it on a, a fourth and one back there in the first quarter of play in about the same spot here and, and came up empty as Benny was sacked in the play. They're going to go for it again. Benny wants to throw it, throws it near his side, caught here at the 40-yard line, going to have a first down to the 42. Sam Reimer on the reception there for the Hastings High Tigers. Tackle was made in there by Keyshawn Contreras for the uh, Scotts Bluff Bearcats. A first down here for Hastings High. Boy, those have been far and in between here tonight. That's only the sixth first down of the game for Hastings. Yeah, and you look at uh, Reimer on the night. Uh, they've kept him pretty much in check. Just three receptions for Reimer. Vinny again throws it to the far side. Complete. Gets away across the 45 to the 50. Inside Bearcat territory to the 40. And run out of bounds at the 38-yard line. So a little quick pass out to the far side. Reception is made by Bryant Minky of Hastings High. The Tigers have their seventh first down of the ball game. First down brought to you by brought to you by Crozier Park Pharmacy. That play there, the largest play from scrimmage for Hastings High tonight as they've got it, their deepest penetration into uh, Bearcat territory. Benny again throws it over here. It's going to be caught at the 33, across the 30 to the 25, still on his feet to the 22, and finally brought down there. Reception is made by Josh Dykus. Hastings has still got their number one offense out there. 
against the uh, number two and number three unit here for uh, Scott's Bluff. That's why uh, Hastings all of a sudden able to move the ball, but now we got a penalty flag down here, a late penalty flag at the 25-yard line of Scott's Bluff. The officials will huddle here. Seven minutes and eight seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Hastings High trailing Scott's Bluff by the score of 41 to nothing here in this ballgame. It looks like it's going to be a penalty marched off against Hastings. Coming up after the ball game, we'll name our player of the game tonight. We'll have our coaches post-game show. That will join the folks back of the studio, get to the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. All the scores from week number two of the high school football season coming up for you tonight here on 1230 KHIS. But a long night here for Hastings High. 41 to nothing. They called a penalty on uh, Hastings, but so far they haven't marked off anything. Now they are. All right, it's going to be a 15-yard march off against the Tigers. Charlie Shoemaker wants an explanation from the the guys in the black and white suits. He'll get that. They bring the ball back here to the 35, so now Hastings will be looking at a first and 10 from the 35-yard line. Well, and as far as Charlie Shoemaker looking at it, Mike, you've got to keep your players out there. You've got to try to build on something. And through three quarters, Hastings High had nothing offensively going, just what, 58 yards of total offense. So you got to leave your guys out there try to build a little mo. There's a uh, running play, fighting for some uh, room in there. It's going to be Dylan Rudd. He was stood up just as he got the ball, and then he fights forward for a couple of yards as he moves the ball down to about the 33-yard line. Yeah, not a lot of positives to uh, come out of this ball game tonight. For Hastings High, I'm sure it was a, a disappointing affair for Charlie Shoemaker, his first home game as the head coach of the Tigers, and his team was buried early in this one. Then he throws the ball near side, and it's off of the mark. Trying to bring it to the near sideline to Dykus. It was thrown way off of the mark. Back in coverage was Keyshawn Contreras again for the uh, Scotts Bluff defense. Incomplete pass from Benny. Going to be up uh, third down. Third down at eight yards to go. Hastings moving from our left to our right, north to south here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Vinny with the ball again. Look out. Backside pressure. Vinny gets away. Directs traffic. Throws the ball. It's going to be caught and dropped at about the 13-yard line. Right in the hands of the intended receiver. Getting his hands on it there for Hastings High was Richard Norris, the tight end. Norris, six foot two, 210 pounds, and a senior. Had the ball in his hands and couldn't pull her in. Now Hastings looking at a fourth down situation. Boy, and Vinny did everything he could to elude oncoming traffic and got rolling over to the near side of the field and yeah, his uh, receiver was wide open over there. Unfortunate, couldn't come away with a catch. Vinny again wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. Vinny is sacked for the sixth time. Gets it to the 36-yard line, but loss of three yards in a play. Scott's Bluff has dialed up the heat, Jimmy, on the third down here tonight. And more times than not, they have gotten to Vinny Schmidt, the sixth quarterback sack now for the Scott's Bluff defense. In this second half, Mike, just five offensive rushing plays for Hastings High, minus eight yards. It has been tough going, and this is even against some second and third teamers. Yeah, Hastings had 60 yards of total offense in the first half, minus two in the third quarter, and they're not going to have uh, too much more than that yeah, here in the fourth quarter. They'll have a little bit of positive yards. They're setting at 37 yards off the arm of uh, Vinny Schmidt. Uh, Vinny here in the uh, quarter is three of six passing. That's going to be really the only uh, good positive yards that uh, Vinny's been able to come up with here tonight. So the second team uh, quarterback is in there, Bruner, as he hands the ball away, sweeping right side is uh, Tito Garcia, and Tito is smashed down at the 38-yard line after a pickup of one yard in the play. 
Garcia, he gets his little legs to run in there, and he's uh, tripped up right at the uh, 38, a pickup of one yard. Second down and about nine yards to go for Garcia, five foot seven and 150 pounder. Approaching the four minute mark here in this one. Hastings High trailing Scott's Bluff 41 to nothing. And just uh, one score in the uh, second half of play. Scott's Bluff had a 34 to nothing lead at halftime. They faked the ball to Garcia. This time the quarterback Bruner is uh, drugged down and thrown down on the turf back here at the 30 yard line. So Hastings High gets through there, making the stop for the Tigers. I think that was uh, number 20, Richard Norris, for the Hastings High Tiger defense. A loss of a couple of yards in a play. Third down now, and about uh, 12 or 13 yards to go. The Bearcats clock is running at the 3.37 mark. So Hastings High is going to drop to 1-1 one and one on the season, and now they get ready for their second trip out west. Start of the season with a win over Gehring on the road. Come back home for this ball game against the Scotts Bluff, and then they go on the road again, playing at Sydney next Friday night. Sydney's got the lead at last report over Adams Central in a ball game out at the Patriot Field. Here's Garcia again as he tries to get outside, and again he's going to be spun down and thrown to the turf out there as he tries to get it to the outside. That's uh, D'Angelo Nicolarson again in the stop, making his second tackle of this ball game. We've hit the three-minute mark, and now Scotts Bluff is looking at a fourth-down situation. Boy, Scotts Bluff, you talked about the stable of running backs they have. I think uh, Contreras, I think he's the fifth or maybe the sixth guy that has uh, seen the football here tonight. Basically, through the first two quarters, you've seen their big guns. Here in this uh, second half of action, you haven't seen a whole lot of uh, uh, the uh, starters in Mason and Johnson. They did all the damage there in that first half. Sydney is leading Adams Central now. The score is 27-16. to 16. They are still in the third quarter. Here comes the kick by uh, Scott's Bluff. is going to bounce to the 30, and it takes an awkward bounce. It's going to go out of bounds, and that's where Hastings High will start. So depending on how fast we can get out of here tonight, we'll uh, maybe get you some bonus coverage on the uh, Adams Central Sydney ball game as that one is uh, getting closer. They're only in the third quarter. Sydney is leading Adams Central by a score of 27-6. to six. Well, and the one thing with the Adams Central ball games this year with the new offense that Sean Mulligan has uh, installed, they throw the ball an awful lot. So that's the reverse situation from what we've got here. You keep it on the ground, the clock runs. You throw the ball, the clock stops. So going to be some longer games for Patriot fans. Yeah, Scott's Bluff, they had a uh, big, long drive in the third quarter. It took six minutes and, what, 38 seconds off of the clock. That was on one drive. So Hastings has got the ball back here. Benny Schmidt again scrambling as he's under pressure. He's going to be hitting his sack for the seventh time. Boy, Vinny's just been uh, knocked around back there trying to make something happen. And he is knocked down for the seventh time on a quarterback sack. Adam Van Adam Von Lintel, a sophomore, a 240-pounder, gets the uh, quarterback sack there for Scott's Bluff. A minute and five seconds to play here in this ballgame. Hastings now looking at second down and 16 yards to go. Vinny again with the ball. Sprints out right side. Here comes the pressure again. He's sacked for the eighth time. Sacked for the eighth time. And on the stop there for Scott's Bluff was Joe Collett. Collett, 175-pound junior. So back-to-back sacks. And he sees now with 40 seconds to play. Looking at a third down and long situation. 
They might just let yeah, the clock they, expire here. I think they are. They've got the, uh, as you like to say, the Studerbaker in reverse. Minus 19 yards on the ground here for the Hastings High Tigers in the second half. There's a uh, running play now as they're trying to get out of there and running it across the uh, 20-yard line out to about the 25 for Hastings High. That's going to be going down nothing but the stats. Running the football there for the Tigers is going to be uh, Kobe Pedroza. Five seconds to go. Hastings up to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be all she wrote. That's going to be the ball game as the Hastings High Tigers are uh, beaten tonight by the Scott Bluff Bearcats here in this one. Scott's Bluff got out to a 14-0 lead after the first quarter. Run at halftime, 34-0. They score once in the second half, so the number one offense scores on six straight possessions for Scott's Bluff, and they go on to beat the Hastings High Tigers tonight by the score of 41 to nothing. We'll come back and get a recap right after this. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division pro team design. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high quality hand picked vehicles. Good, clean, low mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. The Beauty Rest Labor Day sales event is on now, and Furniture Direct believes that you deserve a good night's sleep. Enjoy the restful comfort of Beauty Rest Queen mattress sets starting at only $4.99. Beauty Sleeps Queen sets starting at $3.89. Why wait? Take advantage of up to 24 months special financing with approved credit or use our convenient layaway. Hurry in for the Labor Day sales event at Furniture Direct on South Burlington behind Sonic and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. So Scott's Bluff wins it tonight over Hastings High. Final score of 41 to nothing. Again, the Scott's Bluff number one offense scores on six straight possessions to start the ball game. Hastings High had no answer for the uh, Bearcats here tonight. All got started with 7.33 to play in the first quarter. Trayston Holly throws a touchdown pass, 21 yards to Max Mason. A good thing started to cap off an eight-play, 65-yard drive, 7 to nothing in favor of of Scott's Bluff. Then they come back on a 10-yard run by Brad Johnson to make it 14 to nothing. Hastings High goes for it on a fourth down and one from their own 37-yard line in the first quarter. Vinny Schmidt was sacked at the 30-yard line four plays later. Scott's Bluff took it in a 23-yard run by Brad Johnson to make it 21 to nothing. The fourth possession, it was an 80-yard touchdown pass from Holly to Trevor Garcia to make it 28 to nothing. The Fifth possession was a six-yard touchdown run by Max Mason to make it 34 to nothing in favor of Scott's Bluff at halftime. And the lone score in the second half was a one-yard run by Ben Hagen to make it 41 to nothing. And the Bearcats knock off the Hastings High Tigers here tonight. 
Your final game numbers brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big. For the Scotts Fluff Bearcats here this evening, it was a whole lot of action in the first half, not so much in the second half as they kind of tamed things down and uh, just uh, calmly cruised on to a victory here this evening. But their quarterback, Strayston Holly, he finishes the night 3 of 3 passing for 134 yards. He had a couple of touchdowns, those coming from 21 and 80 yards out. Rushing the football, that's where all the damage took place. 50 carries tonight for the Bearcats, 294 yards, so 428 of total offense on 14 first downs for Scott's Bluff in the ballgame. Their leading ball carrier tonight, and he didn't carry it at all in the uh, second half of action. That was Brad Johnson. He had 14 carries, 107 yards. Johnson with two touchdowns tonight, those coming from 10 and 23 yards out. For Hastings High in the ballgame, Vinny Schmidt was 7 of 12 passing, just 59 yards. He had one interception in the ballgame. 27 carries, only 31 yards for the Hastings High offense. Hastings with uh, struggling offensively, only seven first downs and 80 total yards in the ballgame for Hastings High. Hastings High with 40 offensive plays. Scott's Bluff with 53. By the way, Vinny Schmidt sacked eight times in the ballgame here tonight. Leading the way for the Tigers, receiving uh, Sam Reimer with three catches and 21 yards. Uh, the other guy carrying the uh, the load a little bit uh, on offense, uh, rushing Colby Petroza with five carries and 28 yards. But just a, a tough loss. Second uh, game for Charlie Shoemaker, and he, he sets it one and one. They'll, I'm sure, want to scrap this and move on to some Sydney tape. All right, 41 to nothing. Scott's Bluff wins it. Stick around. We got the player of the game, coach's post game show coming up next. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's postgame show on Hastings' link to high school sports. 1230 a.m. KHAS Radio. When you're looking for windows and doors that are durable, reliable, and energy efficient, look to the ones that builders choose most. Anderson. 400 series windows and patio doors stand up to Mother Nature, Father Time, and Old Man Winter too. See the limited warranty for details. Anderson 400 series windows and doors from Anderson. Why choose anything else? Available from Square Deal Lumber and Holstein. Buy SquareDeal.com or call them at 402-756-5881. Operator. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai at 1708 South Webb Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. So again, uh, Scott's Bluff wins in here tonight, 41 to nothing over Hastings High. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHS. Obviously not a lot of bright spots here for the Tigers on offense here tonight. Again, uh, Reimer coming up with uh, uh, three receptions and 21 yards for Hastings, but a couple of guys on defense that had a, a pretty fair outing. That was a Blaine Dreher, called his name uh, several times here tonight. Dylan Rutt, another guy, Michael Collicott, uh, all the linebackers having good ball games tonight for Hastings. We'll name our player of the game right after this. 
Head to Tom Dinsdale Automotive for a trucker SUV that works as hard as you do. Get 0% financing for 60 months with approved credit on a 2014 three-quarter ton Chevy or GMC truck. Or get 0% financing for 60 months with approved credit on a 2014 Chevy Tahoe Suburban or Traverse or GMC Acadia Yukon or Yukon XL. Go to DinsdaleTrucks.com today. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Our player of the game tonight for Hastings High going to be defensively Blaine Dreer, 5'11", 165-pound junior for the Tigers on defense. A linebacker come up with uh, several stops, especially in the first half of play, but it wasn't enough as uh, Scott's bluff. They score in their first six possessions here tonight. They beat Hastings High by the score of 41 to nothing. Blaine Dreer is going to be our player of the game tonight for Hastings High. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai. Located at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports, 1230 AM, KHAS Radio. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West, South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. And Scott's Bluff wins it tonight over Hastings High by a score of 41 to nothing. As Hastings High head coach uh, Charlie Shoemaker is going to join us in the uh, post game show. And Coach, wow, ran into a machine here tonight, Scott's Bluff. Uh, we knew they were going to run the football, and they, they did that tonight. Yeah, they're a very good football team. I mean, they're they're definitely deserving of their number six ranking, wherever they are. But uh, we certainly didn't help matters. But uh, you know, we we've got to go out there and practice and get better this week. But they're certainly uh, a top ten team. Yeah, we come out and we get uh, the football to start the uh, start the game on the thirty five yard line. A couple drives, really pretty good field position. Did move it across into midfield, but then uh, squandered away them opportunities. That may be a little bit of momentum there if you could have got some more uh, yards downfield. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we we really had a hard time protecting tonight. Um, you know, part of that was due to their defense, but uh, you know, we just have to find the things that we can be good at, and we need to go after those and, and get better at them. They scored on uh, six straight possessions to uh, start the ball game. That's uh, deflating for a defense. We just had no answer uh, defensively for these guys. No, you know, we felt like we had a pretty good game plan. We were loading the box up, and then they hit us on a couple long passes, and uh, that's definitely what you don't want to see when you're, when you're loading the box to stop the run. But they're a balanced team. Uh, they've got athletes at every position, so they did what they needed to do. What about the, the, the call at fourth down and one in the, in the first quarter of play? You were down 14 and nothing at that point. You had the ball on, what, the 37-yard line and decided to go for it. You really had to try to make something happen at that point, didn't you? Yeah, I probably would have taken that one back, but uh, I was a little upset at myself, and I was upset that we didn't get it before that. So uh, if I was to look back at it again, I probably would change that call. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to take it to Vegas next time. I, went. I, I, I liked the gamble, but, again, it, it didn't pay off, and they no. got the ball, and, and they stuck it in the end zone again uh, four plays later. And 
really behind the eight ball at that point at 21 to nothing. Right. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I got to do a better job of myself, keeping my head on that. But, um, you know, uh, like I said, in practice, we just need to get better next week. Coach, what, we talked about the, the breakdowns on defense. Why did they have such success? Well, what did we do defensively that uh, we should have been doing? Um, you know, they hit some cutback lanes on us. I mean, we're trying to get a lot of bodies at point of attack, and they've got a lot of blockers at point of attack, and their backs do a nice job of shifting back and finding those cutback lanes. So, you know, there was times where we overran the play, and then they would cut it back, and especially that number five, he's pretty shifty. So, um, you know, when you got players like that, they're going to make you pay when, when you're not in your gap. When you come into to games, put together a game plan, does it make it tough preparing for a team like this? They had uh, a couple of ba- uh, running backs that were just studs. Is it hard to simulate that in practice? Oh, yeah. I mean, very hard, and unless you have uh, a lot of depth where you've got a three deep that's really good, which not many people do. But, uh, um, you know, we try to do our best and make sure we're, we're breaking things down so they understand their job. But uh, it is tough. But, uh, you know, we've, we've got to get better in the off season and things like that to get to that, get our program where they're at. Yeah, this is an offense that we're not going to see maybe the rest of the year. This is just a tough offense, like you said, to simulate it, number one, to get ready for it, and then to see it live, it's tough. Well, I mean, it's a whole different thing. I mean, you go through it in practice, and you're trying to make sure that uh, you're doing your gaps and doing your job. But then uh, when it comes down to it, they're pretty physical, they're pretty fast, and they're pretty big. So uh, that's hard to to, rep- to uh, simulate that in practice. Yeah, we, we talked to, during the broadcast about the, the splits. There w- there was none in the offensive line. They just were all packed together. It's like a big old rugby scrum and taking the ball downfield. Yeah, that's really difficult. You know, they just wedge block everything, wall it down, and then they get their, their leaders up to the point of attack. And um, you really better be fighting through all that stuff, and that's a lot of stuff to fight through. They were really able to get a lot of pressure on Vinny tonight, sacked him, what, eight times tonight. But I was watching their uh, their down linemen. Didn't look like they were doing anything real fancy out there. We've got some pretty good-sized guys just break down uh, up front. Yeah, I mean, they just went right by us. I mean, that was, uh, you know, I have to look, watch the film. But uh, what it looked like to me, they, they kind of just went right by us, and uh, we didn't fire off the ball. So we, we've got to make sure we correct that. And now Hastings High is uh, back to the drawing board, so to speak. Another uh, big road trip next week. Uh, Back out to city, you guys getting a lot of miles on the old bus here early in the season. A road trip to city. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be ready to go. Uh, we'll get back to work next week and head out on the road. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for the Hastings High Tigers again. Uh, Thanks, coach. Scouts Bluff uh, scoring in six straight possessions to start the ball game. They got onto a thirty-four to nothing lead at halftime. They they won it tonight by a score of forty-one to nothing over uh, Hastings High. So the Tigers will get ready to play at Sydney next week. Yeah, tough loss for uh, Charlie Shoemaker in his, uh, again, his second game uh, of the year after uh, went out in Gary. But, uh, yeah, again, uh, in Class B football, Mike, you, you know, year in, year out, it doesn't get any easier. And, uh, you know, Sydney's uh, on the board next. Uh, you look on down the road, they've got uh, games against Aurora, an alliance, uh, you know, Skyler's uh, down a little bit, and then that big matchup against Adams Central. But uh, it just doesn't get any easier. And, uh, again, they'll go back to work, start reviewing the film. That's one thing about coaches over the weekend. They don't get a lot of time to watch any college football. They're uh, working on some game plans and uh, kind of uh, scoring the, uh, the film from the night before. So Scott's Bluff wins it by a score of 41 to nothing over Hastings High here tonight. We've got bonus coverage coming up, and the Adams Central game is still in the third quarter at last report. It was Sydney out on top of Adams Central by a score of 27 to 16. We're going to have some bonus coverage uh, coming up, then we'll have the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show all the scores from week number two of the high school football season. So I'll wrap things up here for the Osborne Sports Complex. We'll get out to Patriots Field here in just a few seconds. For Jimmy Purcell, for Bailey Crow, my engineer back to the radio station, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. The Coach's Postgame Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel. 
405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.